1: Discounts not available in all states and situations.
0: There's no place to escape to. This is the last time. Oh, yes. On the left. <laughs> right from your That's when the
2: cannibalism started. What was that?
1: Oh, all right, boys. All right, my sweet little tiny little boys. <laughs> You know what? Today, a lot of times, our episodes, mm-hmm. unfortunately, are by the boys and about the boys. No, they're not, yep. really. <laughs> yeah, they are. They're never really no. about the
3: boys. But yeah, not they're really. always about the boys. You know, I what? feel like masculine is like the fourth thing people would describe us as. Today, though... <laughs> Today's episode,
1: all about the girls. It's about the
4: girls. Oh, oh yeah! Okay. I see. I see what he's saying here. I see what he's saying. The <laughs> for subject, the ladies. Ma- the ladies. Yeah, <laughs> come on.
3: That's <laughs> fantastic. Otherwise known as the afflicted. The afflicted. Whoa! Welcome <laughs> to the last <laughs> podcast <laughs> on the left, everyone. <laughs> I have been hanging out with the shirtless Henry Zabrowski <laughs> and the sleeveless Marcus Parks. I just saw Marcus Parks's armpits. Not that much hair. However, I'm staring at uh, Henry Zabrowski's chest. And he makes up for it. Wow! Yeah,
4: everyone knows that I'm the I'm the seder of the group. Is that uh, from the waist up, hardly any hair? Waist down, a lot of hair. It all fell mm. to the bottom.
1: Um, and there's actually a lot of accounts of uh, demons and demonic <laughs> figures in this entire story yeah. that uh, have me feeling a little triggered, um, <laughs> maybe almost body shamed Whoa. by history, um, because a lot of them talking about the evil nature of the squat, hairy man. Who dresses in fun clothes. Right. Well, folks, we're not
2: going to
3: Nilbog. We're not talking goblins. We're on to Salem Witch Trials, part two. Part
4: two. So, when we last left Salem and the surrounding communities circa 1692, the first of the main witchcraft accusers, collectively known as the afflicted, Woo. were just starting to show the first symptoms of bewitchment. Now, what truly set the Salem witch trials apart from all the rest, or at least the rest in America, is that it was the only one to admit so called spectral evidence during both the beginning accusations
3: and in the trials themselves. Now, is that what happens when you take a toot and it lends up a little bit in your underwear? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, well, I would say legally it's a
3: shark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For in, the, in the
1: legal yeah. of the legal processes, it's the most shark-like, okay, of them, yeah. because anybody can say anything. Right. Anybody can be a ghost, uh-huh. and it's very difficult to pin that down.
4: Absolutely, mm-hmm. you might
1: even say it might be difficult to find actual evidence of that. <laughs> huh?
4: Could be. Yeah, a shard, I think, because it's short. There's very got hard evidence. There's very hard evidence for a shark. Uh, man, I don't know what it is. It's almost like if you, SPD. you showed up, yeah, maybe an SPD, and then your friend starts yelling at you that you did it, you did it, you did it, and then they fucking hang you for it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, then all of a sudden,
1: yeah, you're emoliated. Gosh <laughs> darn
4: it. <laughs> well, put simply, spectral evidence was evidence that only the afflicted party could see. For example, a girl would say that she was at that very moment being attacked by the astral projection of a witch that was clear as day to her but invisible to everyone else Kissel's mm.
1: sucking my dick right now Whoa. <laughs> he's sucking my dick right now mm. and he can still talk this amazing like, oh this is like a magic act <laughs> I wonder what
3: my wonder where my mouth tasted like a good polish wand he's
1: sucking my dick right now <laughs> wow
3: <laughs> spectral evidence
1: but over the next couple of episodes what you're gonna see is the constant struggle I think of these guys in their own really stupid, backwards way, trying to figure out how to make all this legal.
3: Mm. Uh, which, mm. uh, it
1: ain't. And it's all dumb. and It's a waste of time, and it's actually just a font of misery for everyone involved. Oh,
3: just one second, guys. <clears throat> Terrible. That's spectral evidence. Spectral <laughs>
4: evidence. Well, usually spectral evidence would not be considered admissible evidence in court. Because it's not, not real. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, instead, because <laughs> it's a hallucination. It right. Is, yeah. da, it it's is or, absolu-
1: and hallucination is generous. They don't even yeah. allow lie detectors.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lie detectors don't even work. Exactly. Instead, according to the book Salem Witch Trials, a day-by-day chronicle, Conclusive proof for witchcraft followed the same standards as any other crime in colonial Massachusetts. Back then, you needed a voluntary confession plus concrete evidence of the act or... Proper evidence by two credible witnesses, and a lot of this was set up from the Crusades mm. and the uh, the Inquisition, where yeah. they, they had it. And in. this is also this is also just plain old legal shit. Oh, yeah. This isn't just witchcraft. This is because remember, witchcraft is just another crime like stealing. Yes, and but the witchcraft and shit mm. got baked into legal processes.
1: Oh, fucking five hundred years before all of this shit. Like mm-hmm. it's it has been going on for a long time.
3: Also, Henry, yeah. please say it correctly. Inquisition. Oh, you're doing Monty <laughs> Python, and now I'm upset. Actually, like, that's not even. But that's not it's, even close. It's, no
4: one that's expects the Inquisition. No one expects the Inquisition. Yeah. And Inquisition. And even... <laughs> you're just saying you're you're mixing. You're saying it in a French accent, which is not what the, the characters are no. Spanish.
3: I'm not saying it like Monty Python. I'm saying it like Sebastian the Crab from um, Little Mermaid.
1: I don't even, uh, but we just, we are at the very no, beginning of a very long episode. <laughs> this is the very, very beginning. We can't begin this now. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. yeah Lumiere was the French one. Sebastian, I believe, was Jamaican. Jamaican. Yeah. That'd well. Be
3: crazy. But... <laughs> we have a long episode.
4: <laughs> well, concerning these standards of conviction, or at the very least standards of accusation, Confession without supporting evidence, that could just be the suspect's delusion, the so-called serial confessors. But evidence without confession, like, say... Evidence of the sort of folk magic many people did in 1692 New England. That could be seen as a coincidence. Coincidence. That's why you need both of them at the same time. Yes. Okay. And as far as the two witnesses principle goes, those two witnesses needed to have both observed the same event, not two similar events at different times. Like, say, if you're charged with sucking the devil's dick... Both of those two people have to see you sucking the devil's dick. You cannot have two people seeing you suck the devil's dick twice. You understand? Does the, di- does the devil get to say, "Come out and say he was sucking my dick"? Right. <laughs> does the does the devil
3: like cuckery? Yes. Do you think it'll make the devil uncomfortable? No, oh. he loves it.
4: Okay. Oh, but uh, but for the devil, but to be a cuck, you have to be in a committed relationship in the first place. And the devil's mm. never going to be in a committed relationship. Hard to pin him down. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But when it came to the Salem witch trials, all of those rules were thrown out the window. In Salem, a girl could just say that she was being attacked by the invisible specter of Goody Proctor. And that would be admitted into evidence against Goody Proctor with just as much weight as if they'd found a pentagram drawn in goat's blood under her rug while she wore a T-shirt that says, I suck the devil's dick in Salem, Massachusetts.
2: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Man,
4: yeah, thank you to Matt Syndicate for the inspiration there. And all I got was this lousy T-shirt. That's
1: right. <laughs> you know, and they, because they didn't have any evidence. Because no. as I might hmm. begin to chart in this episode, the <laughs> idea that there was a gigantic secret confederation of witches or devil worshipers in any single society, there's absolutely no real evidence.
2: Oh, I, would, and, I <laughs> hope that there is. Well,
1: there's probably, we'll get into it at some point, but the idea that there was, there are. Theistic Satanists. You got the Temple of Set. There are people that do believe in Satan as a god, but again, they just believe it's more Luciferianism. They just think that there was a mix up, and Lucifer's the real god, mm. and God's the lion god, you see. Yeah,
3: a, I see. I it's see. a mix
1: up.
4: Now, the most respected spiritual leaders in New England came out against spectral evidence even before the trial started, and they continued to caution against its use during the trials themselves. However, this was not because admitting spectral evidence was obviously stupid. Instead, the leading ministers of the time, and therefore some of the leading figures in the colony, said that spectral evidence was unreliable. Because the devil was powerful enough to impersonate the innocent.
1: Ah, makes all the sense in the world. Especially if I appear to you in some form that you may be confused. Uh, There's no way, because I could never be the devil.
3: I do think you you woke me up at like 2 o'clock in the morning when you were all hammered and you came into my room and then you... It was not me. Okay. <laughs> must have been some other specter. Spectral evidence. Because
1: I certainly never mistook your room for the bathroom.
2: <laughs>
4: All right. Now, as far as where we are in the story of Salem, we're right at the beginning of the first accusation. <gasps> After the two girls living under the roof of Reverend Samuel Parris baked a witch cake to identify the witch causing their torment, they accused one of the two people Samuel Parris had enslaved, Tituba.
3: Of being that witch. Yes. And that was one of the better piss cakes in Massachusetts. It's disgusting.
1: <laughs> um, but also, I found there actually is a really compelling evidence to say that the Paris' daughters were suffering from tinnitus. Oh, really? And that's it? And not tinnitus. What, what's it? A tetanus. Oh, t- Yeah, you know what I'm <laughs> so saying? Tinnitus. Oh, yeah. It's just their just yeah, ringing, ringing in their ears. they're just they like, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did the Charles Manson act out? No,
3: uh, uh, tetanus. Oh, oh Interesting. interesting.
4: However, partly because the <laughs> bewitchments had started to spread beyond the Paris household to servant girls across Salem, as well as the daughter of Paris's friends, the Putnams, people had a feeling that it wasn't just Tituba who was responsible for these attacks. Therefore, Samuel Paris and his wife Elizabeth pushed their daughter and niece to name more witches in Salem, all while they bandied about the names of people they thought might be in the thrall to the devil all within hearing of the girls who needed more names to name. Mm. Mm. As far as who those names belonged to, they were women that the Parises and their buddies didn't respect or people they believed wished them harm. In other words, they named people it was safe to name. Mm. With the usual suspects. Mm -hmm. And when the first afflicted girls overheard the names of people it was safe to name being spoken, they put those names in the jackpot. Hmm. Specifically, the second and third accused witches were two women of low social status named Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne. While Sarah Osborne was merely a free thinker that somewhat lived outside of society, Sarah Good was certainly one of those aforementioned pains in the ass.
1: It's kind of interesting. Mm. I watched The the Witch again last night to kind of get more context and remind myself just how creepy New England is. Mm-hmm. And uh, it is crazy. The idea that she truly was... Outside of society. Sarah Osborne. They leave. They literally make them go. So they just go. Because also I found out, reading a little bit about the structure of Salem Village, is that back in the day, they used to have all the farms in one collected area and all of the living areas in one collecting area. Right?
3: Like it's a town. Like it's a town. town.
1: (laughs) But the idea is you had them all close, right? So that everybody could collectively work together. That everybody that lived in the houses would collectively work the land and share amongst themselves. Eventually everyone realized... I'm sick of doing this. I hate you. Right, I hate my neighbor. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want to go live over there where those nice trees are. Right, and then they go set it over there. And eventually, the longer you're over there, everyone's like, "I think that bitch is a fucking witch." Right. Like they just like look her over there. She only, she's, she's staring at my rutabagas. Why wouldn't mm. she want
3: to hang out with us? Mm-hmm. I don't understand. <laughs> I don't she don't must be weird. She don't want to yeah. hang out with us. You
1: notice that the wheat. Is higher than it was yesterday?
3: Sure, <laughs> um, Also, Sarah Osborne, she would love, I was stuck in traffic today, which was infuriating. She'd have loved the man I was behind because he had a funny bumper sticker. And it said, think, it's not illegal yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not so Sarah yet. Osborne, she would have thought outside the bun, too. She probably may have laughed at that bumper sticker, which, in my opinion, makes her a witch. <laughs> Is it wrong <laughs> if I take the side of all the priests yeah. and pastors? <laughs> we'll oh, it. We'll, okay. Yeah, it yeah. is. No, no, it is. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's
4: wrong. Yeah, it's, it's okay. a bad take. It's okay, a Real great. bad take.
3: Fantastic. Sarah
4: Good was a poor, alienated woman from a family who had fallen on such hard times that they were near vagrancy by the time the accusations began. Mm. While her family had once been successful, circumstances meant that she and her husband had resorted to begging, doing it in a way that is specific to those who once held higher status. Hey,
1: I used to be rich. (laughs) Don't we all want to see me be rich again? I love
4: that. (laughs) Well, for example, if someone gave Sarah good charity, she would make the giver feel uncomfortable, as if the gift was an insult. But if the gift was too little, good would feel equally disgusted. Oh, God. You can see
3: this fucking oh, bitch. This is like when you try to give somebody who is unhomed in uh, in New York some food, and they're like, I'm vegan. And I it's I like, had you know that, what?
1: I had that happen to me. I remember one time I gave a uh, sandwich to a poor dude on the street, and he's like, I don't need bacon. And I know it's like, why? I think that you Your lord would
4: not care right now what you eat. Mm -hmm. Ah, Or his lord would look at it as the ultimate test and would condemn him to hell forever for failing. Dude, now you're in the Puritan mindset. Yeah, now I'm thinking like a minister. Now I've been thinking like a minister since I was six years old, dude. And fucking I first got the fear of hell put inside of me deep where it it still lives to this day.
1: This book, I can't really talk about it enough how much I love it. Europe's Inner Demons by Norman Cohn. And a part of it is constantly that. It's this Whole idea that even the idea you would fall for one of these so-called human frailties, like the idea of like being horny or or wanting something else that somebody has, yeah. right? Being envious of something. But hell, all of that is just a fucking trick, bro. And mm-hmm. then God purposely punishes you to make you want all the extra shit. He makes you want it, mm-hmm. want it, because then you just yearning for it shows why you should be at the bottom of the fucking pile, dude, because you <laughs> fucking didn't get it. Whammies! Nothing but whammy.
3: <laughs> nothing but whammy. I mean, literally, it would just be an LT, lettuce, tomato sandwich without the bacon. Um, that's you a, just, salad. that's, that's you a salad. You cut up
1: the
4: bread. That's a croutons. Yeah.
3: No, it's not bad. Well, as it happened. Well, it is bad. <laughs> you <laughs> want bad. the bacon.
1: Henry's yeah, trying to bacon
3: the... scam people.
1: Yeah, you want the you bacon. Want the bacon. Hey, I can do a bacon flip if I want
4: whatever. Mm, yeah. well, well as it, <laughs> Well, as it happened, after Reverend Samuel Paris gave charity to Sarah Good one day at the start of his daughter and niece's afflictions, mm. he noticed that Sarah walked off muttering something under her breath. But instead of simply thinking, "Wow, what a bitch!" Mm. Samuel Paris decided that yes, his girls had gotten worse after Ooh. Sarah Good had come by his home Ooh. and the muttering that he heard it must have been a curse it's the devil's oath whoa meanwhile she was just going like Cheap ass fucking minister
1: like, That's like <laughs> all she was doing
4: Yeah that's it And to top it all off Sarah Good was considered untrustworthy In this community of British immigrants Because her father had been a Highly successful innkeeper Nicknamed the Frenchman The Frenchman
1: Whoa! He invented two in the pink one in the stink Isn't that <laughs> um, something Which is really th- very incredible And then we, we covered it Dwarf a little bit in our
3: rolls. Isn't that something, Inquisition? Uh,
1: I think that you think that that's tradition from Tevia.
3: I always think of Tevia. It's one of my favorite fake sugars.
1: I'm going to fucking walk away, dude. I've got two hours and 15 minutes left.
4: But that was Sarah Good. The other accused Sarah, Sarah Osborne, had done nothing more than make some unconventional life choices. Years before, she had scandalized the community by purchasing the contract of an indentured servant because she was in love. She married him after the purchase, but because these things just weren't done, the community looked down on her for this decision. How hot is it to be husband? And present. Oh, and you, you're something. the purchased
1: one, and you show up, and you're like, mm, ooh, and you have to wear yeah. your little like your tunic with the extra holes on the side to go get mm. all the firewood, and be like, mm-hmm. oh no, I spilled all this firewood, and you, go, yeah. oh, and you like drop down, and that wife just sits there watching that husband get all dusty. Yeah.
3: I love yeah, this yeah. Zabrowski revisionist history. <laughs> Of American history, this is great. You yeah, don't, you'll be you'll be, after they get rid of CRT, you're going to be taking over for most curriculum. I hate. So. I
1: believe I believe fair and just, and I'll just well, say
4: humans should
1: be damned, and yeah. we're a virus on this rock.
4: America, the sexy years. Hmm. <laughs> well, as a result of thinking outside of societal norms, just the slightest bit. Sarah Osborne was in prime position to be accused of witchcraft. However, in an example of just how cruel and uncaring people can be when they're scared and looking for a scapegoat, Sarah Osborne was completely bedridden at the time of her accusation. Colonial Massachusetts sick. And she was unable to leave her house under her own power.
1: I think that we could all tell that this woman has the ungodly powers of a witch. I mean, she can't get out of bed. No, we will all see as I show you now. As I grab her bedclothes, and I spin her from the bed and she, she
2: launches in triumph into the devils.
1: Oh, she is just on the ground. Oh, well, let's fucking hang her at any- it. Honestly, what a waste of time. Let's hang her anyway.
4: She'd
3: have more power, I think, if she was a witch. But...
4: Yeah, and that didn't stop the good people of Salem from actually dragging her from her bed to publicly Jeez. accuse her
3: of witch- witchcraft. You
4: can get up, get yeah. up. Do witches get sick?
1: Ah, uh, I
4: guess or maybe kind of she the was faking hassle it. of society. I agree with that. <laughs> she could also be faking it. You never know. You never know what happens. You never know what happens to these people, yeah. Now, Osborne and Good held at least one, if not many, of the characteristics that made a person susceptible to witchcraft accusations in the 17th century. They were outside of society. They wanted to be outside of society. They refused to show deference to the superiors in the existing order of things. They'd moved around a lot for whatever reason Hmm. and or their social rank had fallen. And so, since Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne met at least a few of these criteria, and they were openly suspected by those of higher social rank, Samuel Parris' niece and daughter named the two Sarahs as their tormentors. (gasps) No! And once the daughter and niece did accuse two more women, the other girls mentioned at the end of the last episode followed suit. Specifically, 12-year-old Ann Putnam Jr. She's
1: a hard-ass
4: bitch, that
1: little girl. <laughs> she's 12! She's intense! I guess she's Colonial yeah.
3: Williamsburg 12. Well, this yeah. whole
1: episode is filled with very scary little girls. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is filled with, like, I like, saw the devil in the window. He looked a lot look <laughs> like you. That is scary! Yeah, dude! It's all of them! It's yeah. a whole town of every, the orphan. Every single one. Oh no! I the saw a pretty doctor taking a woman and her on a spit for oh, four spit. hours long. And the fat was dripping in all new devil's face. How do they all <laughs> sound like <laughs>
3: Julia Childs? <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, Ann Putnam Jr. said that the specter of Sarah Good was visiting her and pinching her. But more importantly, Putnam Jr. said that the specter was trying to get her to sign what the afflicted had started calling the devil's book.
2: Yes. And that's why a lot of
4: times you'll see the devil
1: hanging outside of various movie sets or hotels where the movie stars stay because he's constantly looking for others to sign. The devil's book. <laughs> He's not going to get
3: Keanu, I'll tell you that much.
1: Look at this signature I have for Hugh Grant. Ooh. $7 on eBay. Oh, <laughs> fantastic.
2: Yeah, it's just
1: another nefarious page from the devil's book.
2: I love that. And here is the signature I got at Disney
1: World from a young Aladdin.
2: <laughs> a- yeah.
3: He's actually not the genie. Isn't that something? Oftentimes <laughs> people think Aladdin is the genie. They don't. No, yeah, they no one's ever thought that. No, I no would never, never do that. I would never complain
1: that. And that is why
4: I am the owner of the
3: devil's book. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
4: Well, as we mentioned last episode, the Puritans were a mercantile people and contracts were a big part of their lives. So it made sense that one of the touchstones of the Salem story was the so-called devil's book, where people could make their mark signifying a formal yet temporary covenant with Satan, much like an indentured <laughs> servant contract.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, you can do a lease to own with Satan
3: for your soul. So yeah. it's, it's, uh, it yeah, it's a rent to own. That's a good point. It is. Yeah. And mm-hmm.
1: it's, but you know, again, this is a formula that harkens back to all, all, or or all accused organizations with Satan or contractual obligations right. to Satan. There is that has been around for a fucking ever. Like yeah. it's it's really strange because there's something about it again. The human need to create a kind of a, a legal base, a, a form in reality, because they are. Constantly, not in good faith, right. using the satanist argument against people since the year 100. The whole point is to discredit you, but they need to find a legal basis. They need to find a hook that right. they can hang it on. So these are the type of things you say. Ah, but you see, she signed a contract, and mm-hmm. then they're like, "Where's the contract?" Tease, mm, <laughs> but spiritual in nature. Ah, and it's, it's- like. Bu-
4: Uh, But the contract does exist, but the contract exists in a place that is very real called the invisible world. Yep. Oh. It's just as real as this
1: world. Well, it's yeah, invisible. But it's invisible. it's yeah. invisible,
3: and it lays
4: on over our world. You know, like uh, animation cells. You know, yeah. where they put the you, know, you put Mickey Mouse's face on and off and on and off. Yeah, it's like mm-hmm. that, except invisible. You can't see Mickey Mouse's face. So no, you don't know you if can't. it's Mickey Mouse or not.
1: No, you don't. Ooh. Ooh. And actually, yeah. In The invisible worlds where I'm a professional basketball player. Oh. where <laughs> Kissel's the best <laughs> lover that the world's ever had. No, absolutely, and where Marcus is finally a beautiful woman
4: is that nice? Finally, I get to be Martha Sparks. Mm. Oh, mm. yeah, Martha. Mm.
2: Girl, I don't like the tenor of that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that either. Yeah.
4: I didn't like the tenor of that voice or the oh. the, the guttural growl yeah. I heard underneath. You mm, looked Martha at Sparks. Marcus like he was a pile of Slim Jims.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Snap into a Slim Jim.
4: Now, once Ann Putnam Jr. started accusing the two Sarahs of pestering her, she was joined by Elizabeth Hubbard, servant to the man who had originally diagnosed the two Paris girls with bewitchment. That was Dr. Griggs. Yeah, it's me, man. <laughs> yeah. Dr.
3: Napoleon Griggs. <laughs> you changed your name.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah, man.
1: Benedicto. It doesn't matter, man, when your practice is rock and roll. <laughs> I have a
3: lump on my neck. You want to check it out? Right oh, or... hell yeah. yeah. You no know
1: one's once had a lump on his neck? Who? My old buddy who's dead.
3: <laughs> oh.
1: That's not good news, bro.
3: Oh, that's bad news? You got cancer, son. Gosh darn it. (laughs) Well,
4: Elizabeth Hubbard added to the narrative by saying that she was being stalked by a wolf sent by Sarah Good. And the specter of the bedridden Sarah Osborne was tormenting her while accompanied by, this is very interesting, a short, hairy,
3: winged, thing i
4: i'm
2: pissed
3: (laughs) i'm already pissed you get mentioned so many times in these stories um (laughs) there's a dude should i
1: jump into this now because this is this is fascinating all right all right yeah it's fascinating so I was, I was reading this book again, Europe's Inner Demons, and one there was a there was an old timey writer, right, a guy named Caesarius, right, who wrote it. And, and his name Caesarius, much like is this guy Caesarius? And um, he was a monk in the 1200s. <laughs> this is fun. This is fun. A fun way to tell history. <laughs> uh, Ed
4: Tutankhamen. I, I I reacted the exact same way I did as when you did it earlier. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, that's
3: thank the you. second time you've tried that. <laughs>
1: I did it on the show now, though. Wow. Before I did, I ran it for Marcus, and I was like, eh, wait, because I came over yesterday when I was fuck when I was doing my research. That's fantastic. <laughs> Um, but he was this monk, right? So while he wrote these, these stories of demons and their behavior for the, all of these years, and people thought that Cesarius was writing a funny book. Okay. like that he th- They thought it was supposed to be funny. But this researcher, which I think is really interesting, Norman Cohn, he postulates that the dude was not funny, that he thinks he was dead serious. Right. But the stories that he told of how demons behaved were like, he basically wrote episodes of Your Pretty Faces Going to Hell. Good plug. Where yes, it is. Where he wrote these stories about these little fat little demons. In and where is this? By the way, this is like tenth century, right? This is twelve hundreds, the twelve hundreds. Yeah. And so he wrote this story. And one was the story of this demon that wanted to get right with the god. Right, he wanted to confess his sins. So he goes yeah. to this priest and he says, "Hey, I want to get right with God." And the guy, the priest, is like, "Well, it would take." like a thousand years for you to confess all your sins. And he's like, "Um, good for you. I've been alive for 5,000. Oh, that's good. He could do it five times. And he's like, all right, fine, whatever. But okay. When you want to be absolved, you have to throw yourself on the ground and say, praise God three times a day. You got to do that for a thousand years and you're free and you're done.
3: Still not that much.
1: And the demon's like, you got it. So he goes out there, he throws himself down. he's just like, praise God. And he does it again. prostrates himself again. Praise God. And then finally he's like, this is really hard. And he's like, fuck it, I'll go back to hell. And then he just disappears. <laughs> like, that's the end of the story. That's, that's it? the end that's of, of the story. That's a, it's a 12 minute episode. <laughs> <To> ta- <laughs> There's right. really not much you can do with it. And then I love the other story about the priest that all of a sudden got this beautiful singing voice. Yeah. And, hits the stall- and it's like, you all know, hung around. You know, this guy was doing all my life. I pray for someone like you. Oh. And they were like, you never had this much soul, Derek. Was that CC and JoJo? Yes. Casey and JoJo.
3: Fantastic.
1: And so he uh, told us all about having sex as little kids when he used to dance that in sixth grade. You make yeah. it hard for me. You remember that? Oh, I'll yeah. Make you, make it it, you make it hard for me? You make it hard for me. That, Do you remember you know, that I'll one remember lyric? That. A it's called numb. poke
3: comes through. Yeah,
1: it's called making it hard for me. The song's about dancing too close on a woman and then he, you get a boner because the woman dancing boner. too close
3: on yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. No, I just always think,
1: never going to get it, never, never going to get, get it, it. never going to get it. Now that's singing never gonna...
3: right there. Oh yeah, in
1: velvet. Woo woo woo. Yeah. Whoa, 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 Back yeah. when singers were
3: singers. Just cut to me outside <laughs> the Pizza Hut buffet without $5. <laughs> I
1: always remember. But this priest right, so he's singing and they're all like You never sang this fucking good. You must be filled with the demon. So they go and they do a big exorcism on him. The demon comes out of him, and the guy just dies. And they just realize, oh, that demon's been living inside this dude singing great for the last six months, reanimating his body. Just because all that demon wanted to do
3: sing. well they should have let him sing then
4: so that's it. that's all it did like the 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 priest died and then the demon entered into his body and reanimated the body and all he did for six months was sing beautifully and that's beautifully it. and that,
1: they were all what's the point that of that sto- gonna- what
4: is the point of that story what is the point mm, of that
1: you never know <laughs> And then the end of it, it yeah. said life. It, it said something like "Life de un leche de boxolatte," which means in Latin, "Life is a life box, is a of, box chocolates. of chocolates." Damn.
3: fantastic! <laughs> wow, I'm learning so much. I mean, this is
1: history. It's not.
3: I mean, this is That's history. actually not history. Yeah, it is. No, no, no. somebody wrote. It's two stories that, that an idiot wrote. Down. Yeah, no, but I'm saying
4: it's just interesting. I'm badly written stories at that. No,
1: it's just about how there, there's been stories of demons for a long time and <laughs> yeah. what they do.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't, you don't have to convince us. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's all good. I believe you. I believe you. Believe you. Oh, I believe
4: uh-huh. you. <laughs> well, with at least four girls claiming witchcraft, legal proceedings began against Tituba, Sarah Good, and Sarah Osborne on February 29th, oh. 1692, oh. meaning the Salem witch trials essentially began... On a leap day. A day that
3: should never exist. Interesting Mm. indeed. I just feel so bad for Sarah Osborne. She's just in bed and she's like, what are you all doing? I mean, Mm -hmm. that's how it is. I've been sick.
4: Yeah. Mm. However, the trials themselves would not be for months to come. On this episode, we're going to be focusing on the formal accusations that led to the trials. The so-called examinations. Now, since servant girls and children weren't legally considered to be people in colonial Massachusetts, the complaint against the witches had to be filed by men on their behalf. Good and fair. (laughs) (laughs) So crazy. And so once the complaint was filed, local magistrates, Jonathan Corwin and John Hawthorne, or Haythorne, it's hard to say, they began with what was referred to as examinations. Examinations basically were a terrifying combination of an interrogation and a deposition followed by a likely instant arraignment all done not only in front of the public but your accusers themselves. Mm. And this is a step up from the Inquisition
1: because it used to be you only have the inquisitors to be in front of. So this this is them being like, you see now we've made it fair, we've made it good.
4: Yeah. No, it's wow. the exa- there's the examination first, which it, and then there's the trial. After that, but almost a hundred percent of the time, the it's examination is just like you're guilty. Get out of yeah. here. Mm. Go to jail, and there's no bail either. Like you're in jail until the trial.
1: And also, they said that the the prisons there were fucking disgusting
4: we'll get to the prisons later and I think there was actually bail sometimes yeah. but it was yes. mostly, it was prohibitively expensive many most of the time it was for the super super rich and I yeah.
1: it's nothing again I'm so glad again no no contemporary tie-ins absolutely
3: no. nothing has changed well Corin and Haythorn, they were nothing
4: more than merchants and politicians without any legal training whatsoever. And even if they had been, Massachusetts at this time didn't even have a legal system to speak of because they were transitioning yet again to a new charter. And so Corwin and Haythorn got swept up in the same fear, paranoia, and social pressure as everyone else to keep this witch train moving for no particular reason other than life sucked. And everything was hard
1: it was something to talk about and when you are literally in a full standstill as a society like your production is shut down there's no farming the 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 soil is fallow everybody's at each other's throats you're in the middle of literally a religious civil war amongst your community it was almost like we can all agree on this right Mm -hmm. this town needs a witch
4: trial yes (laughs) very good yeah Mm -hmm. Now, the day after the complaint was filed, the three accusers were arrested and brought to a local tavern for questioning. This included the still-extremely-sick Sarah Osborne, who was ripped from her sickbed and brought to a bar on the say-so of children. Once they all arrived at the tavern... <laughs>
3: they, I mean, yeah, this is understand. how I'm going to, like, leave the hospital one Yo, day. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me to the nearest tavern, and then that's where you The local children
1: dying. are convinced that... Sasquatch has cancer in the local hospital.
4: (laughs) But once everyone arrived at the tavern, they had to undergo the humiliation of being inspected head to toe by the tavern owner's wife for witch marks, which were blemishes, moles, warts, or pretty much anything out of the ordinary down to having a weird butthole, or at least weird (laughs) according to the inspector. Yeah, and then that guy's got,
1: when he's got starfish butt, and he's hanging there and he's wondering, he's looking at yours and being like, there's no natural butthole that is a circle. Yeah.
3: Well, I don't okay. know about I'm that. I'm seeing
1: right here. That is obviously a
3: hexagram. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's, Excited. Like a, it's like that little Play-Doh push thing.
4: I would say more discoloration, you know, because they definitely talked about grundles. You know, they talked oh, yeah. about, like, sometimes, like, a butthole's like, mm, it's not quite the right color. You know, or they just mm-hmm. look at birthmarks. Mm-hmm. If your birthmark was in a weird place or something like that, like, well, they would what just was, decide, basically. They were looking, what they were was looking the for perfect the perfect butthole. Which, the perfect butthole was a nice... <laughs>
1: You know, Dice it's like it's like pornography. You know
3: it when you see it.
2: Yeah, you go yeah. like, oh, that's a nice.
1: <laughs>
3: what, game, what about okay? So the wife of the bar owner, the the wife of the tavern owner. Why did she get to do that? Like, what? Because did she have credentials? She, uh,
1: she's probably just happy she's not the one being searched. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think well, you get that, and because they're, they're looking for the witch's teat. Which yeah. is a third nipple that, that would be used to feed the familiars, or when the devil would
3: come and supple, supple and suckle. So they were stripped entirely nude in front of everybody. Yeah, their bush Not hair front, was shaved. No the, no, the inspection was private. That was, oh, yeah, that right, right, was classy. Right, yeah,
4: yeah, because yeah, they All can't right. be, if they sh- because if they because sh- if they strip someone down, then someone's gonna get horny, and you can't have that. Then so that person
1: ha- has to be tortured.
4: Yeah, because you have to weigh, it's like, is humiliation more important or is tamping down sexual need more important? And in this point, sexual need, tamping that down, one out. Life sucked and everything was
3: hard. It sounds <laughs> like it,
4: yeah. Well, interestingly, Sarah Good's husband, William Good, who seemed pleased as punch about his wife getting arrested for being a witch. Bye, honey. <laughs> Bye. Oh, you, oh, you got. I gotta pick you up where at the witch hunt.
1: Ah, I just got. Oh, ah. I'm inventing a thing called golf.
2: <laughs> yeah, I gotta go do that.
4: He made sure to stop by the tavern to tell the woman doing the inspection, "Hey, my wife." She just developed this, like, weird wart, like, underneath her right shoulder. Just want to make sure you didn't miss it. Just okay, want to make sure you didn't miss that. it. Okay, what see you lot. later.
1: I'll see you later. I'm, I'm Can gonna you, go I am not He's trying to kill his wife. Tell, <laughs> me tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me if I'm wrong. She's got weird fucking feed, right? Just tell me. I never, <laughs> I don't know like like not
3: attracted to your wife. No,
1: no, no. I'm not saying she's evil. Do you want a divorce? Uh, that's, that's going to punishable by death. Is that right? Well, you can't get divorced. You're not getting divorced in this society. God
4: dang it So once the physical examinations were done, the magistrates moved on to the aforementioned legal examinations, where, according to author Emerson Baker, the suspects were grilled with all the fervor and dirty tricks of a police detective trying to elicit a confession. In this first of many rounds of examinations, the accused were brought before the first four girls, which were the two Paris kids, Ann Putnam Jr., and servant Elizabeth Hubbard. Once faced... Magistrate Haythorn asked leading questions that straight up accused the suspects of witchcraft. Basically, instead of saying "Let's figure out what's going on here objectively and calmly," the judges actually began the examinations by declaring that witches were real and that the purpose of these proceedings were to find them. And we're gonna find them no matter what because we're here to find them. My yeah. God! And think
1: about this: all this is at the fucking TGI Fridays.
2: Yeah, <laughs> are this people is... like drinking
1: and
4: stuff? Is oh, it like yeah. an active bar? Yeah, this is Ingersoll's Tavern. I so everyone's in- just
3: getting hammered, and then you have a person be like, witches are real. I see why it's entertaining. It is entertaining. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I will
1: say, I will, will I be mad if I'm there? Yeah. And I'm just trying to have a normal bar at happy hour, and now a fucking witch trial shows up it's with be- no sign? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be pissed.
3: It's better than a stand-up comedy show starting up. I don't yeah. know. Oh, uh. yeah, for sure.
4: Well, I don't know if at this point they may have, for the first round of examinations, they might have been at Ingersoll's Tavern, but for every examination after that, they did it in the meeting house, which is basically like you're having a trial in a church. Okay. Now, for example, here are a few of the questions that the magistrates asked the accused witches. What
1: evil spirit have you familiarity with? Have you made no contact with the devil?
3: Why do you hurt these children? Why? Why, Kissel? Well, it seems like you're accused. I didn't do nothing. Why did you hurt the children? I don't. I have any I don't even like kids enough to hurt them. Write him down. <laughs> He's
1: honestly, this is the most honest answer I've heard all day.
4: <laughs> now, Sarah, good of course, denied everything when she was put to the question. What evil spirit have you familiarity with? None. Have you yep. made no contact with the devil? Of course not. Why do you hurt these children? I have I never hurt a child. But in a pattern that occurred again and again throughout the preliminary Mm -hmm. accusations and the trials themselves, the afflicted girls wailed and convulsed and shrieked in agony whenever Sarah Good denied the accusations. Man. Yeah, the more she denied, the louder they shrieked, and it's shrieking and shrieking, just the worst fucking noise you can imagine. Four girls, all at once, four teenage girls, screaming at the top of their lungs that they're in pain, they're in pain, they're in agony, they're in agony, everything's awful. Yeah, and
1: have you ever been outside on one of these One Direction concerts? Oh my yeah. goodness. Oh, you know how it is. But it, it's weird, because it was total chaos. They were doing, yeah. they were like, again, just... trying this concept of like, well, there'll be order and justice here or whatever, Bullshit, and then it was an immediate
3: total circus. Now, oh man, Sarah Good, she's getting gaslit. She must be pretty confused and upset at this point.
2: hmm
4: And so, not knowing what to do, Sarah Good threw the other Sarah under the bus and claimed that it was the bedridden Sarah Osborne who was tormenting all of them all at once, including Sarah Good.
3: I can't even stand up to piss. I did not do this. I'm not a witch. That's how powerful of a witch you are, madam. If she yep. can't stand to piss, she is not a witch. <laughs> Whoa.
4: Wow. The first defense attorney. Yeah. <laughs> well, following that proclamation, the magistrate brought Sarah Good's husband, William Good, to the stand. He said that he had no reason to believe his wife was a witch aside from her, quote-unquote, ill temperament. Oh, basically, come on. Basically saying, like, sure, my wife's horrible to be around. I hate being married to her, but eh, no witch. She's no she, witch. She's not a license-carrying witch.
3: She's more of a fucking, I'd say, a JV squad witch. You know what I mean? I guess contractually he fulfilled his husband duty. Oh, yeah, yeah. yes.
4: Yeah. William Good then got punny with it. In the middle of proceedings accusing his wife of a capital crime, he said, quote, I may say with tears that she is an enemy of all good. (laughs)
1: <laughs> now, that's, a
4: puritan a enjoying a, that's a puritan enjoying a good joke right there that's what i'm talking about
3: oh my god
1: i hate it <laughs>
2: it's
1: horrible oh you're gonna murder her then huh
3: <laughs> it sounds like i it. guess i'll be single
4: <laughs> you're way too happy about that but while the whaling did introduce some drama into the proceedings. Nothing on that first day compared to the story told when Tituba was brought into the meeting house as that day's closer. Now, Tituba's testimony was what really kicked the lid off everything. But her lies certainly were not those of a woman looking for attention or those of someone looking to shake up society. Instead, Tituba was another victim. She later Mm -hmm. told a writer named Robert Califf that after she was accused following the baking of the witch cake... Samuel Paris beat a so-called confession out of her, then coached her on what to say and how to say it for her eventual public examination.
1: I mean, anybody with a shade darker than a deep pink was under a suspicion. In this mm. time period, you know what I mean. So like, Tichuba mm. was right in the center of it. Like, she really became like a, a huge force by this. Because, but also her hands were tied. These because she are... was fucked either way. Like, if yeah. she if she was gonna be hung up for doing nothing, she did. There is no evidence that she did any sort of like. Because there was titters over time saying that she did some like fortune telling with the kids or like showed them country style little magic mm. things. And there is no evidence that she did any of that shit. Yeah.
3: Also, if you Google titter over time you're gonna find one of the most romantic uh pornographies of all i'm
1: so glad i'm yeah. not your
3: father titters over i just time. feel like mm. i can just see
1: banked yeah. banked kissle just like shaking his head climbing into the cab of his truck and yep. not even a beeping a goodbye just just yeah. hitting that road yep you know? hitting the
3: road titters over time you'll love the milking scene yeah, Titters was my uh, cousin's nickname when he
2: was a kid. Because he was a
3: <laughs> he was a
4: chubby little boy. Oh, because for tits. Yeah.
2: <laughs> was even nah. just for his
3: tits? Nah. Mr. Nah. Titters? Mr. Titters. Come here, Mr. Titters. <laughs> no,
2: fucking Titters. I wish I knew a Titters. No, he's just
4: straight up Titters. He's just straight up Titters. And he's a wonderful man now. He's now like, <laughs> you guys met him. Remember in Grundy County? That's my cousin titters. came by. That was, I didn't yeah. know he was That's Titters. T- that was Titters, yeah. It would have
3: completely changed my entire perception of that now handsome man. Yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, next time I see him, I'm calling up, Titter? him Titters. We're going to end up with,
3: with uh, four black eyes between us. (laughs) yeah he's gonna get quite upset but awesome well (laughs) Well (laughs) but sorry man
4: uh well because of samuel paris's coaching of tituba her story was intricate extremely convincing and most importantly highly satisfying to the people who believe that the devil was the source of all their ill fortune yeah it's good man it's a good story she nailed it huh Now, Tichuba said that she was first visited by the devil one night as she was falling asleep. A tall, darkly clad, white haired man stood beside her and told her that he planned to kill Samuel Paris' daughter and niece. Now, if you're Tichuba, you're not going like, nice. Yeah, that'd be awesome. She <laughs> <laughs> was like, yeah, do it.
3: It's, it. He actually sounds like the tall man from Phantasm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And what was more, Tichuba was supposed to help him.
4: Or he would kill her as well. Okay. The heading usually was the the threat. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, bro. Yeah, bro. Let's go. What are we going to do? How are we doing it? Well, this man, who was obviously the devil, Mm. said that he was a god and presented her with a document that would exchange six years of service for, quote, many fine things. I don't
1: know if you've ever heard of a thing called a beer koozie. Ooh, that's fantastic. (laughs) There's more than that. I don't know if you've ever even heard of a thing called... A
3: keychain.
1: <laughs> so much swag.
3: I'm thinking a molten <laughs> chocolate cake, also, and then you'll be super happy. This is not that bad of a deal. Six years, you get a bunch of stuff. It's not that This is stuff, though. But it's, it's devilry. Stuff. It's just it's stuff. Sh- We're surrounded by stuff. I it's love stuff.
1: trickery because the devil <laughs> doesn't just sign a contract for six years. No. You will see once your signature's upon the dotted line. Oh, there's when the trick really has been set.
3: Mm-hmm. Titters over
4: time. <laughs> <laughs> well, if she declined, like, she, could, she pretty much had a deal. Like, sign the six years. Do the devil's bidding whenever he asked, and you get many fine thanks. If you don't sign, then you will receive the same torture as these two young girls. Just sign it. I will make you watch
1: Ken Burns' jazz. I don't mind that, but it is a lot.
2: I really
3: don't love jazz, but I respect it. Yeah. Well, over the next few days, this white-haired
4: devil would come again and again to offer Tituba bizarre bribes, like small, brightly colored birds. Like, look, I shall give you this bird, that, along see? with many other bird. fine things. It's a bird. A, what, what about, about bird?
3: GameCube? Can I get a GameCube? No, I brought you a bird. A bird? <laughs> yes. You're the devil. You brought, you brought me an effing bird to I also understand
1: with? this bird needs to be fed two times a day. I don't and want, want also a to regularly clean it, and you're going to have to buy it a cage. An so. animal is the worst
3: <laughs> gift you can give. No, now
1: it's yours. Congratulations. <laughs> man
3: <laughs> but
4: still Tichuba refused and the devil promised to return again and again all while he bewitched and tortured the two young girls in the paris household by late january Tichuba was being tormented by taunting and demanding apparitions hogs and big black dogs that would leap from the shadows and yell serve me oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yep <yeah>, very good <laughs> Other times, the man with white hair would appear with a pair of cats. One red cat, one black cat.
3: Meow. Yeah. This is Blackie. This is Ed Sheeran. Oh, isn't that That's nice? That's a little cat, Ed Sheeran. Meow.
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Or in an image that would show up time and again, the devil would be accompanied by a little yellow bird. Yellow being the devil's color, which is why the original Daredevil costume was that hideous yellow instead of the classic red that we now know it has.
3: Fascinating. Wow. And that's called a piece of information that just removed a piece of information I wanted.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There goes your brother's birthday. You know, Daredevil, used to be a yellow costume.
3: Uh, huh? I guess he didn't really have a good. I guess he didn't have a good fashion sense because he couldn't see. (laughs) He's blind. He's blind. You can't hear
1: colors or something. No, you can't. (laughs) You can't hear colors.
3: Also, it's like green. It's you know the rules. It's the thing you don't, it's the, the least whatever we know. You know i don't just talking, you're just talking about the color, color of the sonar theory. they use
4: in the comic book to signify that he can see stuff with sonar.
3: No, I'm talking about how if you see a piece of broccoli which is. I don't is want
1: to remotely talk about this completely uninteresting <laughs> I know. Fake
2: scientific it's not fake. idea you have. No, it's not fake. It's
4: real. Well, it's around this time that the devil urged Tichiba to sign his book again. Sign yes. it again. Come on, right here next to Oh, I have this wonderful. It's for Judge Reinhold.
3: Oh, I love you it. You're going want to say
4: that one. Mm, the Breakfast Club. And after over a month of torment, Judge Reinhold was not in The Breakfast Club. You're thinking of Anthony Michael Hall, Judge God. Reinhold. Jesus fucking we Christ! We literally can't get through this. I shit. couldn't let it go. I couldn't let it go. Judge Reinhold was in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That's what you're thinking. Was I that, don't give a fuck. <laughs> I actually don't even care.
2: Also, it's just what? no. We're never gonna get through this.
3: No. <laughs> Dr. Oz told me that you shouldn't even eat breakfast.
4: Oh God. <laughs> Well, after over a month of torment, Tituba testified during her examination that she did sign the devil's book in her own blood with a crescent mark next to the marks of Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne. But what was most disturbing for the people of Salem was that Tituba also testified that beside her mark and the mark of the two Sarahs, seven more marks Yay!
2: in the devil's book. The sequel.
4: That meant that there were no less than nine witches in Salem.
2: This okay. is starting already to heat up.
4: Time. Yeah, dude. It's a Salem witch expanded universe. I guess so. <laughs> but once Tituba signed the devil's book, all bets were off regarding her reluctant participation in witchcraft. The specters of the Saras would visit Tituba on the regular, accompanied by a swarm of familiars, including yellow birds, yellow dogs, and more red and black cats, yeah. who would paw at Tituba saying, sarvas
3: <laughs> yeah, they're so just different. needy-ass cats You <laughs> <Birds laughs> should do something for me, cat You don't change my food I get diarrhea <laughs> <Just> go <laughs> kill a mouse Go kill a bird Actually, here's a freaking bird You want a bird? <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I'm an indoor cat
2: Oh, I don't And
1: you're gonna need to feed me I'm so sick of you Ah, yes, you see, you've received my cats Multiple <laughs> <Beautiful. laughs> yeah. And the best part is they all go to the bathroom inside <laughs> And they're yours now, congrats
3: That's awesome. Thank you so much for these cats
4: the witch's familiars would play a large role in the proceedings to come, as their presence was the true mark that a person had given themselves over to Satan. Satan! Satan! See, familiars during this time period were considered not just the witch's buddy, but an actual imp sent by Satan himself to aid witches in their nefarious deeds.
1: And it came from the very first mentions of satanic, like, secret groups and their initiatory rites, which is one of the first things you're supposed to do. And this is true. This comes from ancient scripture. You're supposed to kiss a cat on the butthole.
3: Absolutely not. That is how you're
1: supposed to kiss a familiar, and it says, moose odorously under the tail.
3: Oh, what
1: does that do? You lick a fucking cat's asshole. and yeah, but you why? Say,
3: say hello to the devil. That is yeah. ridiculous. Why would the devil be there? Never fuck the cat. Yeah, never fuck the cat. Never no, fuck definitely cat.
1: don't do no matter that how many times it fucking sluts around. It's a cat.
4: <laughs> well, it started well, some of the very first artistic depictions of the devil, way back in I think like the eighth or ninth century, showed people shoving their noses into the devil's butthole because that's how you pay fealty to the devil is you kiss the devil's butt. So I would imagine in lieu of the devil, if the devil doesn't show up, mm-hmm. then you gotta kiss the devil. The cat's butthole because the cat is a familiar that has been sent by Satan. So if you can't kiss Satan, you got to kiss yeah. the familiar. It's well,
1: like if you remember the guy that used to hold the umbrella for P. Diddy. Sure. Yeah. If you meet him, you, it's kind of like you're meeting Puff Daddy, right? You kiss like, his what's asshole? His name? I'm just saying, I'm just referring to chain of command. Oh, yeah. I see. <laughs> you see that guy, you're like, you're the umbrella guy. And he goes, yep. Yeah. And then you go like, yeah, how's P. Diddy doing? And he'd be like, I don't know. Don't talk to him. And you would be like, well.
3: Well he's definitely not wet. That's good. Uh, yeah. man, I went to Massachusetts. Their cats have the cleanest buttholes I've ever seen. But good. you should see the tongues on these guys. <laughs> yep. Bunch of mass holes. <laughs> just moving on.
4: <laughs> well the familiar did not serve the witch simply because satan told it to the familiar needed nourishment mm. and to keep the evil going ah. the creature would suckle blood from the witch either through a cut usually on the hand or the witch's teeth that henry mentioned earlier little nipple she needs mm-hmm. to go to the doctor
3: if she's bleeding out of her fucking tit
4: no. I don't know. Well, I mean, usually they cut the hand. They cut the hand open,
3: and then the, the just, bird or when something. You, like, when you say teat, are you just referring to any open wound? Well, no.
1: Well, they they'll say they're looking for a third nipple, but
4: most of the time they'll take uh, anything. Okay. Yeah. Well, this concept was seen as such absolute fact that when Tichibo was being grilled about familiars during her examination, Magistrate Haythorn asked point blank this question exactly. Do not these cats suck you. What? Do not these cats suck you, like, Mr. suck me?
1: I <laughs> see. Oh, I can see the white hairs upon your jeans. You've no, been sucked upon a cat
3: this day. I have not <laughs> been sucked on by a cat.
1: Yeah, well, the more you say it, the more I think you might be having cats suck upon you. It's just you. reverse psychology. Yep. You're just trying to, oh, man.
3: And now, and now I, ha- I have you. God <laughs> Cat sucker.
4: I'm not yeah. a cat sucker. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a boy cat suckler because mm. you, if you suckle if you, get, if you suckle then that means the cat sucks you but if yes, you're sucker he, you suck the cat so it'd be a the more proper term would be cat suckler cat sucky <laughs>
3: <laughs> I just don't think you should be doing any of this with a cat no leave him alone absolutely yeah. from your blade.
1: a roast as dark as the night The only acceptable reason to interrupt a podcast, your dog. That was your dog saying thank you for BarkBox. You can take a minute now. You bet your dog. But you're gonna learn about Bark. It's a company dedicated to making dogs happy. Yay! Every month, BarkBox designs and delivers a whole new collection of toys and treats just for your best bud. No, Wendy, I can't get you a whip. You're too cute for weapons. Every treat is made with yummy, healthy, all-natural ingredients like pumpkin and sweet potato. Mmm, tubers. My dogs love their toys selectively. But BarkBox sends good little ones for the little tiny mouths. They have little mouths, but strong, big spirits. So they fight over the little toys. I imagine they think that they are hunting and going after little Bugs and rats, and oh, they love their life, and they love the—they love what BarkBox brings, because BarkBox brings the bark and puts it in a box. Yep, to get your free upgrade, go to BarkBox.com/left. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year, thinking about Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Yeah, we do. Do you love saving money? Oh my God, you bet. Then Philo may be your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with our seven-day free trial. That's amazing. You're going to watch it. You're going to love it. You're going to get involved with it, and it's an extravaganza. You're going to love it. With Philo, you can start watching in seconds. For less money and less hassle, try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash left. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash L-A-F-T to get 50% off your first month.
4: But well, while the animals present were usually familiar, sometimes the witches themselves took the forms of bizarre creatures out of nightmare. In Ooh, one boy. instance, Tituba said she saw a bird with a woman's head fluttering about, Whoa. and the head belonged to none other than the sickly Sarah Osborne. <laughs>
3: uh oh! Look at her; she's a little bird. Hey, who's a little Calista Flockhart? Remember that reference? Kill me! Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
4: Well, speaking of the Sarahs, Tichiba said that in addition to torturing girls in the Paris house, she was also present in spectral form during the torture of Ann Putnam Jr. And this, of course, made sense because Samuel Paris was coaching Tichiba on all of this bullshit. But remember that Samuel Paris was also friends with the Putnam family. And if Tituba was being coached on the torture of the two girls in the Paris household, then in order to keep up appearances, she also had to be involved in the torture of Ann Putnam Jr. And Ann Jeez. Putnam
1: Jr. is one of the, they're part of the Putnam family that owned half of Salem this yeah. is like it, it's the she's deeply connected to the landowners mm. that have like that's another factor in all of this is that which we didn't get into because it's talk about sleepy history yeah. like as I was trying to read about the land issues no. happening between the families in the Salem like no. area not it's fun just, it's just well it also just shows how petty and how
4: empty all of this shit was because a part of it was also land disputes Right. Part of and it, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and this also shows you like this it shows you how quickly all of this spider webs out, you know it really is like you you a rock hits your windshield, and then before you know it, you have to replace the entire motherfucker because it's just spidered out from this one tiny little rock, yeah, absolutely. But- now, Titubus said that she and the two Sarahs flew to Ann Putnam Jr.'s house on a pole, basically oh. a broomstick, where neighbors were holding a prayer meeting for the already tormented 12-year-old. And those were very orgasmic. You
1: you know, uh, you, you yeah. actually
4: joke about that, but no, that's that's true, actually, right? it is true. Yeah. I was reading yeah. about
1: uh, the history of broomstick writing and where it came from. And one of the things that they said, which was like, we're ergot. Or good actually like comes into play is the fact that they believe that a part of it they would rub a None of this is. It might be real. Honestly, none of it might be real. But we have No, ask, is no this I believe true? this is real. This is true because but, we
3: spoke to a witch about
1: it. Here, there's. This is the legend. Mm-hmm. Is that broomstick writing came from them covering themselves in a solve that would be. Um, sometimes it would have shit like hallucinatory shit like ergot in it, and one of the mm-hmm. things that they do is they would rub it up into their pussy, mm-hmm, and yeah, then yeah. slather the broomstick with it, and then that's what it was. Is that your your pussy stick? Would stick to the broom.
3: Uh-huh, just and like it was that. It like a little
1: thing, and then you fly it around, and that's why they were always laughing and shit because they're literally they're literally coming.
3: Yep, huh. that's a scene from but, Titters Over Time.
4: But if your pussy, I would imagine having your pussy stick to a p- piece of wood is very. That's
1: not they lube it up. No,
3: they
4: loop it up. Not if you're from 1690s Massachusetts. Absolutely, because <laughs> then you got to peel it off. They're, they're witches, Marcus. They're stronger than us. They like that feeling. Yeah, uh, I suppose so. When Tituba showed up with the two Sarahs at Ann Putnam Jr.'s house, the Sarahs pulled out a big-ass knife and told Tituba to kill the girl. Kill the girl! This escalated quickly. At this point, they're in the invisible world. They're invisible. Nobody Mm. can see them except for Ann Putnam Jr. Tituba refused and supposedly wrestled the knife away from the witches while they threatened to cut off her head instead. Kill the girl, I'll kill you. And Supposedly, this was all seen by Ann Putnam Jr. and was described in real time. People did have memory of Ann Putnam Jr. saying, Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne are fighting over a knife right now. They're both trying to kill me. However... (laughs) The most likely explanation for that was that Anne had a hallucination in front of her father. Her father told Samuel Paris, and Paris told Tichiba, Were you present at this Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne knife fight? And she said, Yeah, sure. And then repeated the story on the stand.
1: Still using the term hallucination very kindly.
4: Kindly right. and loosely, yeah. Yes. In the end, though, Tichiba did confess to the least of the tortures pinching on the devil's behalf. That was, like the, that, was the light, <laughs> that was the lightest thing you could do for the devil.
2: Yeah, and I the Al Franken
4: approach. <laughs> <That's, yeah.
3: laughs> I mean, it's just the devil is like, I'm the most powerful enemy of all time. Just go pinch someone for me. Like, it's okay. kind of a funny thing to do.
1: Well, that was all done on purpose, and I'll talk about
4: it when we get to the section where I talk about the beginning of the devil's supper.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm. But interestingly,
4: in another pattern that would repeat itself, the four girls who had spent Tituba's entire time on the stand in torment, they quieted down... After she confessed and apologized. But once they calmed down, Tichuba started freaking out and acting tormented herself. Now it's saying, my turn!
2: Oh, <laughs> man, I thought
4: we were done! But she said that the two Sarahs were now attacking her as she tried to out-afflict the afflicted. Never des- do that,
1: man! You can't out the afflicted! Yeah.
4: <laughs> but despite her confession, <laughs> Tichiba was held for trial three for three. On the first day. All that's we're a, doing. One, one day. Yeah. One day. Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne, and Tituba. All that's one day. Yeah, dude. Already got three witches
1: today. Good work, everybody. Good work, fake court. Yeah. yeah, Fuck yeah man. You're a bailiff tomorrow.
4: No shit. Awesome. Yeah, man, fake court's awesome.
3: I want to be bull from Night Court. Yeah.
4: And this wasn't even the end of the meeting. To tell you how almost mundane this was, or at least how matter of fact the proceedings were, the rest of the day's meeting, after they charged three women with capital crimes, was spent arguing about bills and taxes. Mm, always. Yeah, because the road between Salem Town and Salem Village, it had been repaired. And Salem Town said, hey, Salem Village, you got to pay for this shit. But Salem Village said, Salem Town, you should pay for this shit. So once again, they were caught in, the pain in, the a-, in a, a fucking pain in the ass spat.
1: There's never been, I think in history, too, the group of cantankerous fucking Karens. <laughs> In this entire story Like it all started like this It all did It's all of this petty fucking garbage That they all would not give an inch on That It was yep. all about whatever it was It was all like again Everything sucked and life was hard
3: You call yeah. them Karens I'm gonna call them grumpy Rories. You know what good restructuring Absolutely good Cause this is the It seems like the men are being a little catty They all mm-hmm.
4: are Yeah but as two men from this meeting were walking from Salem Village to Salem Town to tell them, uh, Fuck you, Salem Town. Salem Village, <laughs> they ain't paying for they ain't this for fucking this road. road. They, they, they're not paying for this road. Salem Village ain't going to pay for this road. Well, I ain't not going to pay for this road. You're going to be the one paying for the road.
3: Well, do you use the road? I, I dabble. Well, maybe you should pay for it then.
1: <laughs> I, what if I instead... I'm, you're the devil. No, witch. God damn it, man. <laughs> you're a
2: witch.
3: Honestly, whoever came up with pay tolls is the devil. Yeah. Because those are oh, all wow. over the place hey, in no, Boston. Honestly, it is
1: honestly really nice because it does help build the roads.
3: No, it yeah. just taxed me secretly. I don't need to stop in the middle of the fucking highway. Well, as the two men were walking down that road, they
4: heard frightening noises on said repaired road. <gasps> they then saw a, quote, unidentified beast which flew apart and became three women Whoa. Whoa. Who fled quickly as they vanished. Whoa. <laughs> Hi. It just
3: sounds like three young people trying to get into an R rated movie. It does. <laughs> and according to these two men,
4: those three women were Sarah Good, Sarah Osborne and Tituba. But even though all three, including Sarah Good were being held in custody, it seemed to do nothing to alleviate the torment of servant Elizabeth Hubbard. That night, she was afflicted by a series of pinches, and, as she stared blankly ahead, she said, quote, "There stands Sarah good upon the table by you, with all
1: her naked breast, and barefooted, bare-legged, oh, nasty slut! If I had something." I would kill her.
3: Now tell me more now. What does she look like again? She's big
1: old <laughs> hanging to top on the bottom and then yeah. round on the bottom and ooh, feverish red yeah. legs. Maybe ever turn around. Yeah uh, <laughs> Oh, and there you see the ponderous split
2: <laughs> yeah. in
1: her back area. Wow. With long hair like a horse.
2: <laughs> well,
3: now you're kind of mixing streams.
1: She's got shoulders like a goose.
3: No, I can't think about this. <laughs> and
1: she's got the calves of a de- de- delicious roast
3: beast. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm going to go have sex with all these farm animals now.
4: So after taking her at her word that Sarah Good's right there, there she is, a neighbor keeping watch picked up his walking stick and started just striking at the air. Everybody's jumping in. It everywhere, man. everybody's jumping in. And my after God. a few swipes, Hubbard said that the neighbor, you yes, you hit Sarah good. You hit the Spectre in the back. You did, <laughs> did, it. Go, and go, you go. did it. And you did it. You almost killed her. You almost did it. Yeah. Meanwhile,
1: everyone else is drinking beer, eating peanuts, just be like, this is fucking getting great. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I thought we were going to have to make up something to do today. Not nah, I guess they're doing it for us. <laughs> they did actually. There was one instance of this happening in the bar. In Ingersoll oh, yeah,
3: Tavern. Oh, in yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, that yeah. is fun.
4: Well, this scene of a girl directing someone to swat the air with an object where the specter was supposed to be, it would occur again and again. Sometimes with success, sometimes not. But it certainly made people feel like they were a part of the scene. They were oh, in yeah. it, man. They were getting the mix. They are in the yeah. mix. All right. Meanwhile, even though Sarah Good's specter was supposed to be attacking Elizabeth Hubbard, the real Sarah Good was trying to escape jail barefoot in the Massachusetts winter with her infant in her arms. Oh. When she was finally found almost freezing to death, her arm was bloody from wrist to
3: elbow. The devil. I mean, for the, maybe the escape. Mm. I think it's the escape. Yeah. The devil. Or oh, the devil. <laughs> the war or the devil. It's one of the two.
4: Now, after Tituba's testimony, the worst fears of the Salem community were confirmed. Witches were not only present in Salem, but at least nine of them (gasps) were working together in a conspiracy with Satan to torture their children and destroy their way of life. Yeah, dude, that's two up from seven. That's
1: a lot. Yes.
4: Let me say that again. Satan is there to torture your children, kill your children, and destroy your way of life.
1: Uh, I wonder what that's like. (laughs)
4: now after the first three accused witches were in jail the afflicted girl started feeling a bit better the only one who showed no change was ann putnam jr who seemed to be an actually very sick girl who needed treatment instead of blind indulgence
1: maybe if you think i'm sick maybe that's because you're an agent of De- no, De- man, you can't
2: just
3: <laughs> you say you're that. A witch? Uh, oh, no.
1: Someone bring me Pogs.
3: Fine, here you go. Here are your Pogs.
1: <laughs> mm, thank you. Are you
3: happy?
4: Former witch. Thank yeah. <laughs> you. It's
3: very nice. You just saved my life.
4: You laugh, but it was a lot like that. Ann Putnam Jr. claimed to still be tormented by two additional specters. The first, in an accusation that was taken as seriously as death, was Sarah Good's five-year-old daughter. The unfortunately named Dorcas. Yeah, old Dorcas.
3: <laughs> I mean, you just don't hear that name anymore. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't think you even heard it then. No,
1: I mean Dorcas. No, actually,
4: actually, there was more than one Dorcas in Salem. <laughs> yeah. There's more than one Dorcas in the story. Yeah. <laughs> Now, even though Dorcas, uh, and also Dorcas, that was another one of the uh, nicknames that I had when I was a kid. Besides Marcus Farts, Dorcas mm, Parks was dude, also... that makes, See, ah, that yeah. I like.
3: Yeah. That is yeah. fun and it makes sense. Dorcas Parks. That actually... Yeah. Oh my goodness drags. gracious.
4: Actually, if I was... If I would have been like a chubby, nerdy kid... Dorcas Porks—that would have been a hell of a nickname. <laughs> Dor- Dorcas
1: Porks is an incredible yeah. gay porn
4: name. <laughs> it's not so bad. And I wish it
1: was. And apparently, it means a woman who's made clothing for the poor.
3: Dorcas oh. and Titters come in for dinner. We're eating bones again. Oh, that's right, because uh, we
1: were too busy fucking to do it. Yeah. For us to remember, we are brother and sister.
3: Don't forget to lick the cat's asshole clean before you come in, Dorcas. Don't
1: worry, I already did it. You can tell by how
4: brown my tip of my tongue.
2: Fantastic.
4: <laughs> now even though Dorcas Good was only five, Ann Putnam Jr. claimed that this kindergartner thrust the devil's book towards her and demanded she sign it. And when Ann wouldn't, the five-year-old bit pinched and choked her as viciously as any adult witch. The other accused person here, number five by my count, I think, Mm. was a recent addition to Samuel Parris's church who seldom hesitated to voice her opinions. In other words, a pain in the ass. Her name was Martha Corey, and she was the third wife of a man named Giles Corey, who over the years had graduated from pain in the ass to real piece of shit. Hey, all right.
2: Yeah. I, real, I
4: prefer a real piece of fucking shit. It sounds like
3: <laughs> what happened to your other two wives?
1: Yeah, you know, let's just say they're not wives anymore.
3: Uh <laughs> Did he kill his
4: wives? No, no, they just died. One died. Yeah, they just died. Yeah. Okay. That that happens a lot But the thing is About this time Is that you know When a wife dies And all that You know everyone's Very sad But when you're accused Of being a witch That de- wife's death Very easily turns Into a murder Oh yeah uh. um, No matter what Really happened Because witchcraft You can do anything With witchcraft You can right. give someone a, If they die of a fever Ooh you gave them That fever Through witchcraft Oh It's very easy to do mm-hmm. Fantastic So you jump off a bridge Ooh
1: witchcraft Maybe you no. jump off That
4: bridge
1: Exactly yeah kind Because of- well, well We'll talk about it because uh, back in the day there used to be many gods right there used to be many many gods and as we shifted to monotheism what they had to do was come up with all these different ways to t- talk about the inner drives of human beings which is why they invented demons
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like that film Inside Out I'm I mad t- that I d- he said it, but yeah I mean <laughs> I technically so. I'm no, like technically upset that,
4: that it does work but yes it, it does work yeah except for the, all the cuteness it's demons yeah. and sins mm-hmm. Sin. sin.
1: One of those inside, one of the emotions in Inside Out should have been fucking disturbingly horny. <laughs> yeah. that, would have, that should have been one of them. It was for
3: children. So.
4: <laughs> well, Giles was considered a quote. Very quarrelsome and contentious bad neighbor.
1: Fuck you. You're the bad neighbor. No, I didn't even say anything to I you. I save my spot every day.
4: Can I get my lawnmower <laughs> back? He had once been in trouble for theft of dry goods, and he had almost certainly beaten a handyman to death. Ah. All the It was never definitively proven, but everyone knew that he beat the guy to death. When I beat the guy
1: to death, he's the one with the hammers.
3: Yeah. Can I get my lawnmower back again? Or?
1: Oh, yeah. You want me to reintroduce you to your fucking wife? <laughs> oh, I don't even She's know. She's a fucking cow out there eating all the Whoa, grass all day. She's a <laughs> fucking piece of shit. I didn't do anything. I'm you. a bad neighbor.
4: Oh, I see. <laughs> But Giles was also known to threaten suicide to get his way. And he often often threatened his sons with a specifically spiteful suicide in which he would kill himself and make sure that they took the blame if they didn't do what he said. This is highly specific. This
1: is how I know that I was born on the East Coast because my grandmother used to say fucking shit like this all the time.
3: Yeah, I believe it. It's a great it's a good uh, little tool of manipulation, I suppose.
4: In other words, he was a bad dude, and his accusation would come on the heels of his wife's. See, once Martha Corey was accused by Ann Putnam Jr., a new addition to the afflicted, a servant named Mary Warren, also said that Martha Corey Spector was haunting around for pinches and pokes. (laughs) What's interesting about the afflicted Mary Warren, though, is that she worked for a couple named John and Elizabeth Proctor, And Proctor was none too convinced that any of these witchcraft accusations were true, but not because he thought that witchcraft wasn't real. Mm -mm. John Proctor believed that if anyone should be accused of witchcraft Mm. in the village, it should be the bewitched servant girls themselves and not Mm. the respectable women of the village like Martha Corey. But I also feel like that's just going to get him into extra trouble.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe.
4: And John Proctor, by the way, he was 60 years old and he did not look like Daniel Day Lewis. No, he, he doesn't. doesn't.
1: No, no, no. no. It's, it's really weird how they do that. In Hollywood, some people call it lies.
2: Right, Uh, it is. But it's more
1: like it's dramatic effect, where you make it seem like everyone would be attractive in the time period. What actor should they have cast? Danny DeVito.
3: Uh... (laughs)
1: Like it could have been anybody. Disgusting. No actor. A guy with a fucking hatchet face, who is a disgusting. The guy from The
4: Witch. Yeah, the okay. from, yeah, 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 yeah. The the weird British man. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean the Crucible was, of course, like I mean Arthur Miller took many artistic licenses with the Crucible. Like for example, like jo- the the supposed romance between John Proctor and Abigail Williams. Uh, Abigail, the real Abigail Williams was eleven years old, mm-hmm. and the real John Proctor was sixty years old. Yeah, so she could
1: uh, be married for another two years.
4: Yeah. By
2: <laughs> so what? Uh, yeah, then then it was well, oh like Donkey Kong.
3: Absolutely disgusting. Okay.
4: Well, since John Proctor was also a real piece of shit, huh. when his servant Mary Warren started throwing fits and hurling accusations of witchcraft, he beat her until the fits and the accusations very abruptly stopped, mm. implying that Mary might have just been joining in on the fun. But once Mary had her change of heart, saying, hey, I was just making shit up, sorry... The afflicted girls also had a change of heart and said that Mary Specter had joined the ranks of the witches. Welcome uh, man, to the show. Confused. You wanted
1: yeah. to buy tickets. It's just important to remember, anytime yeah. you get confused, it's just any single person that says any single thing about any one of the accusers or the afflicted, um, they get wrapped into the story. Oh. So every single person that is remotely touches the story is now in the story. Maybe they should yeah.
4: just keep, keep it down a little bit. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Well, Mary Mm -hmm. Warren then spent three weeks in prison until she decided it was better to be amongst the afflicted rather than the accused. Change teams. Yeah. Okay. And she once again lapsed into fits.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Why was I on drunk history?
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Shirtless Henry shaking around.
4: Mary Warren then rejoined the ranks of her tormented sisterhood, while her masters, John and Elizabeth Proctor, they joined the ranks of first the arrested and then the condemned. God,
3: fucking, it sounds it, like they're choosing dodgeball teams, but it's all about <laughs> witchcraft, and they can be killed.
4: Oh yeah, man. oh the stakes were high. Jeez. Yeah. With seemingly low on outsiders and disliked community members she could name, Ann Putnam Jr. made the first truly startling accusation. <laughs> she named an elderly woman named Rebecca Nurse, who was a good Christian woman by all accounts who was almost universally loved and respected. They all loved her. The Anne Hathaway. Oh. Yeah. But as it happened time and again, as soon as one afflicted accused someone... The rest would follow, no matter who was accused. It's the most dangerous game of yes and that there's ever been. Okay. However, it is important to note that the six main girls were not the only ones hurling accusations, nor were all of the accusers Puritan. A middle-aged Quaker woman named Bathsheba Pope counted herself amongst the afflicted. And Tituba's husband, an enslaved man named John Indian, also came in and out of the proceedings to say he was being tortured by the specters of teenage girls. in a move that I don't quite understand, Martha Corey was actually brought to the Putnam House to meet her accuser and Putnam Jr. face to face. And predictably, the mere presence of an accused witch absolutely ruined the day of the afflicted <laughs> on this day. Yeah. Ruin her day. This is you, putting it lightly. Yeah. 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 On this day, Ann Putnam Jr. Fell into what were presumably full hallucinations. The moment Martha Corey walked through her door and crumbled and her feet, head and hands horribly contorted as she choked and writhed. Oh,
1: ah, oh. ah, so you just how know per- everybody's just sitting there with their head in their hands, spin like, Oh fuck. She's who's next. Who's fucking nice? I mean, were they like that or were they thrilled? I don't know. I think that if you remember have you ever seen the Twilight Zone movie mm-hmm. when they're all afraid of the kid, yes, mm-hmm. in that one story, I think it's like that. I think they're all like. Whatever you need, Anne.
4: Oh, you it's want a some... good thing that you did that. It's a good yeah. thing that you just accused uh. the woman, the old woman that we always that we all love in the in, of witchcraft. It's a good thing. Thank
3: okay. you,
1: mother.
4: Oh, tell me, I guess it's
1: time for my fourth pop tart of the morning. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Apparently
3: they're healthy snacks.
4: Oh, my belly hurts. You're a witch! God, man. <laughs> I shouldn't have given you all those pop tarts. But when Anne Putnam Jr. wailed that Martha Corey was torturing her just by being there, Ann's tongue stuck out seemingly involuntarily, and she bit down hard. Whoa. As if Martha was punishing Ann
3: with witchcraft most foul. At this point, you just got to be like, all right, you know what? I can see uh, I, I see that I'm affecting you. I'm going to go. Well, you know, I, I'm going to get out of here.
1: What I would say is that if I was accused, witch at this time period, I think the goal is to start being like, then I curse you. And I'm like, you! Oh, and you, you need really everybody to do it, right? Because then mm-hmm. we can all be like, is it working? Because then you can do it with people like, I got you! And then they have to go like, oh! Then they have to act like they're going crazy. like oh, Good point. Pitches. And then you have everybody doing it, and then you run. Because then you, everybody's <laughs> running and screaming, and then you go like, "Dad!"
2: Yes. Yeah!
4: I think if you do that, you very much risk getting an axe buried in your skull. Mm-hmm. On the, uh, right right there in front of everybody. People
1: taking this real serious. Yeah, point
4: counterpoint. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> well, when Anne regained the power of speech, she said that she could see a yellow bird suckling blood between Martha's forefinger and middle finger. And from there, the hallucinations only got gorier. Or at least, the claims of hallucinations only got gorier. Anne cried that she was looking directly into the invisible world. Which, as I said earlier, that's the catch-all term for the realm where specters did their dirty deeds, where familiars lived, and where the devil reigned
1: absolutely. Yes, yes, he does, doesn't he? <laughs> um, and then it, this is where Alistair Crowley broke the mind of his inter. Oh, yeah. it's in yeah, is in the invisible world when they were yeah. fighting in the desert together while, like, <laughs> while, while the when he fought that what was it, the Agamemnon? I forget what it
4: was. Yeah, where he it did something his like big that.
3: praxis, maybe. Yeah, I've got to say, the invisible world's a great place to be a cat. <laughs> Mm. Lick my asshole right meow (laughs) You're a
1: guy (laughs) You're just a guy in a cat suit Yeah I was
3: trying to play a cat though Uh You you really ruined it for me Good
1: lord I mean you're six foot (laughs) seven Will you lick my asshole I guess you'll make me if if I don't
4: Well, during this peek under the veil, 12-year-old Ann Putnam Jr. said that she saw a man skewered on a spit, roasting oh. in her parents' hearth. Then she turned to Martha, pointed, and said, Good goody Cory, you'll
1: be a turning of it. No! Yes, you're the man now, Dog.
2: <laughs> Dog. <laughs>
4: oh. <laughs> Now, this seems to be a pretty far-fetched hallucination for a 12-year-old Puritan girl. You might think, oh, my God, how does this girl possibly just come up with this stuff off the top of her head? She's never seen a horror movie before. But the Putnams had taken in an orphan from the Maine Frontier Wars named Mercy Lewis, who may have contributed to this fantasy with her own reality. Mm. By 17 years of age, Mercy's parents, grandparents, aunts, Uncles and most of her cousins had all been killed in the recent wars against the native tribes in Mm. Maine And she had no doubt repeated the stories of natives burning people alive whether those stories were true or not But it was true that her entire fucking family was dead and smoldering um, In a uh, burnt-out village. I mean she
3: experienced trauma. Yeah, sounds like it. Yeah, dude It sounds like there were pretty brutal wars they were extremely brutal on both sides Yeah
4: And so when Ann Putnam Jr. said that there was a person skewered on a spit in the fireplace Mercy Lewis, the main refugee, grabbed a stick and repeatedly struck at the spot Where the apparition uh. was supposed to be Which supposedly caused it to flicker in and out of Anne's sight with each strike It's like playing uh. with the antenna yeah, <laughs> it
3: really that? is. Um, it's just they were one wiffle ball away from just starting a game of baseball. If they just, got, you know, just come on, there. put a couple of bases it's, out there, God, outfielder, infielder. You got a game that you don't have to kill anybody in. You know what? If yeah. This
1: would have been good time for Twister. Twister.
3: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they would have not been allowed to play Twister. They no. would have ejaculated mm-hmm. all over themselves. But in the
1: context yeah. of Twister, if you could say this is God's Twister, <laughs> we're doing this for God. Only Maybe if God they just had everyone lay shape. straight. Yeah, sure. That would be their twister. And and that's called logs on a Map. (laughs) (laughs)
4: That's a fun game. At that point, Mercy Lewis, certainly showing some PTSD here, she joined in on the hallucination and claimed that the specter of Martha Corey had struck her with an iron rod. Oh. (laughs) And she fell to the floor in just as much torment as Anne. And at that moment, Martha finally left the house. But Mercy's fits had become so strong that it took three men to restrain her. And supposedly later that night, as Mercy sat in the chair facing the burning hearth, the seat began inching towards the fire and it took three <laughs> men to stop Mercy from being thrown into the flames.
1: <laughs> this fucking scary. Yeah, it is. That is scary.
4: Or perhaps it might be more accurate to say it took three men to stop Mercy from throwing herself
3: into the fire. That's horrifying scene to be honest. I it's got a, absolutely a, horrifying.
1: I got a little bit of a breakdown scientifically about mass hysteria from Joel, our researcher, that I actually thought was really interesting. And yeah. one thing it kind of talks about is how this what's what's kind of called uh, mass sociogenic illness is one of the terms for it because uh, we've talked about uh, the concept that we're dealing with, which is conversion condition. Disorder. We're, ta- we're dealing with the conversion disorder, which actually I found out has not been debunked. No. Um, there's a thing called functional neurological disorder okay. that there is now a thing around they kind of talk about, which is this sort of like weird spell of, of symptoms that a bunch of people get. And there, there's one thing that's like, uh, th- 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 it's really uh, interesting the way they trace it. That it seems to come from stress related stimulus on eight symptoms that are typical with this type of hysteria symptoms with no plausible organic basics symptoms that are transient and benign mm. right symptoms with rapid onset and recovery occurrence in a segregated group the presence of extraordinary anxiety symptoms that are spread via sight sound or oral communication doing this being like there's an apparition over there and mm. then everyone goes like "Ah," and they jump in and they act and right. they're doing it they're they're fulfilling the fantasy um, A spread that moves Down the age scale Beginning with older And high status Right Which is mm-hmm. That's not true It doesn't always happen um, And a preponderance Of female participants
4: Okay well, I, mean, I mean if you look at it It did absolutely Happen that way It's Samuel Parris Coming out and saying yes. The devil is real And he's coming for yeah, us So yes right. it, do- it, it does It absolutely did happen That way
1: wow, Very mm. interesting
4: now, by late March of 1692, 10 people have become afflicted by witchcraft in Salem in a population of only about 550. To put that into perspective, if you applied that same ratio to New York City's population, you'd have 149,400 people being attacked by invisible specters and 8 million people taking it all Deadly, seriously. I don't know. Have you been on the Q train? Whoa, there it is, folks. He took down the
2: Q train a notch.
3: That Q train really had it coming for me to train to transports, people to work to and fro.
4: So I think these days, I think it's like the one, two, three is pretty bad, and the ACE I think is also taking a beating. It's yes. a lot of the trains to That's be honest. That's six of the trains. Yeah, four, five, six is also the green line's not doing it's great. Not
3: doing well either. all. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, I actually think the numbers might hold. Yeah, over 100,000 witches in New York City.
4: Now, as far as why the witch panic gained so much traction so fast, the answer is simple. The people in charge took it seriously. See, not only did the local magistrates take it seriously, but Deputy Governor Thomas Danforth, arguably the only person even close to being in charge of something here, he traveled to Salem with four assistants to take part in the examinations. Mm-hmm.
3: Honestly, no. that's a fun freaking trip, It It is. It is.
4: No, like, dr- all right, well, we gotta
1: go handle these witches. Yeah. But um, the thing is, is, what we're gonna find out is that the crown itself is gonna be real upset. Real upset. They do all of this.
3: Ah, she's always upset.
1: <laughs> I think it was the man, baby, yeah.
3: <laughs> 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 wow, <Well>, episode 501. <laughs> so talented. <laughs> Now,
4: Deputy Governor Danforth could have easily walked into that meeting house in Salem and shut the whole thing down before even a trial occurred, because he had every right and power to do so. But instead, he participated Mm. and provided tacit approval in the process.
1: Can I maybe say it was just easier to do than any of his other jobs?
4: And it was just like the least, it was the easiest thing on the checklist, and it's one of those things where you just keep doing the easy thing over and over again instead of doing the hard stuff? Yeah,
1: because the road black and white. The road
3: is real. You know, yeah. they, they have to fix the road. Yeah, but that's very yeah. complicated. But like the yeah. invisible realm.
1: Yeah, that's can, any anything can happen. I knew that. Yeah, and yeah. that's easy. Yeah, you just show yeah. up and you just hang a bunch of people and you leave.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, and it's easy. And that's the end of the series, folks. Yep. <laughs> and I want to thank everyone for listening. I want to thank you for their support over the years.
4: <laughs> well, furthermore, when Danforth returned home, he told damn near everyone, hey, Witchcraft is infesting Salem and he told everybody everywhere and he therefore spread the panic throughout the entire colony now wow. all the Massachusetts knows that there is witchcraft in Salem and not only that but the guy the only man in charge is telling him that witchcraft is real now I don't mean to be cynical here whoa,
3: <laughs> whoa. <laughs> please don't be that Marcus
4: but with the new government coming in because remember they're transitioning from one charter to the other they're transitioning into the you know English law puritan rule charter i'm sure danforth wanted to hold on to his position therefore yes. A crisis like this would be the perfect excuse for him to stay in power, to be transitioned over from one to the other, because the Hmm. old chestnut of not switching horses midstream, that's been in use by politicians for hundreds, if not thousands of years. Because first of all, you have to get the second horse there, (laughs) into the middle
1: of this (laughs) stream, right? And yes, oh yes, my first horse. Tis already wet and yeah. covered in mud. My- T-
3: titters the horse.
1: Oh, titters. And yeah. you know how he longed to be a mother, if you could <laughs> tell by his udders, but simply it is because of the weight distribution that poor little tetters <laughs> suffer from. Poor yeah. But I will oh. say, you daren't switch a horse midstream, because then you have two wet horses and nine wet people looking at the horses.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> All right. <laughs> But for a specific modern parallel, outside of how George W. Bush won in 2004, this tacit approval of the satanic panic by an authority figure is exactly what happened with QAnon. What? What? Instead of stamping it out as an obviously stupid and not even that clever prank perpetrated by the worst of the image boards, certain people in power and certain authority figures gave it credence. And now we've got multiple people in Congress who have all the sense and mentality of a true-believing 17th century witch finder. Which
1: I always thought was going to happen for Scientology. (laughs) Awesome! But honestly, I always thought this was going to happen for Scientology, but they couldn't get their fucking shit together. And that's because as soon as LRH was gone, as soon as he, he... volunteered his Last body. Last name
3: Hubbard. And I believe there's a Hubbard in this story. There, there? is. Mm-hmm. But there as soon is? as
1: he gave it up, they couldn't fucking figure out what to do with themselves. They couldn't find their dick with a lasso. Wow.
3: When it comes down to it, the
1: Scientologist should be there, not the QAnon
3: people. Oh my yeah. goodness.
4: He's spitting fire today, folks. But that's how it jumped, you know, and that's how things jumped in Salem as well. In in Salem, you know, it jumped from just this thing that's going on in Salem that might have fizzled out. That's how it jumped to a colony wide thing where people actually get executed because the governor went in and said, hey, this is real. Everybody. This is absolutely real. Same way as like Mm -hmm. QAnon would have stayed on the Internet. It would have been a fun, stupid Internet conspiracy theory. A nice little LARP. Yeah. Yeah. But because people, you know, in power, validated it. It made a jump. When I was in Texas this weekend, I saw a Q flag of out course, amongst yes. many other flags. This shit is in the real world now because the people in power said, yeah, that's
3: cool. Uh, Marcus, that was actually a taping of Sesame Street. And, uh <laughs> The letter of the day was Q. His paranoia
1: has gotten very
3: intense. It's a little (laughs) bit strange. Absolutely. This is a thought virus. Yeah. That's what's happening here. So
4: on the second round of public examinations, the magistrates started with Martha Corey, repeating their previous pattern of accusations, insinuations, and leading questions. By now, though, the afflicted were starting to solidify their act. They reacted to every movement Martha Corey made, crying out if she bit her lip, showing bruises if Martha clenched her hand, or feeling general pain from pretty much any movement.
3: God, I can just see, I, it seems like theater training, and a one, and a two, let's it, take it again. It's very yeah. similar. Take it, are you biting your lip? Take, she's biting her you lip, all, take it everybody's again. Everybody's
1: doing it now.
4: No, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, these girls performed together enough where they got the instinct, you know, they and they all... Uh, they all performed in concert with each other. They're like the Harlem Globetrotters of witches. Yeah. Hmm. Well, at this point, the Quaker Bathsheba Pope joined in, saying that she felt as if her bowels were being torn out by Martha's diabolical invis- and invisible machinations. Yes,
1: I'm in your butt. No, I don't. <laughs> yes, well,
4: I don't know.
3: I may be
1: sleeping over here, but when I'm asleep, I'm in your butt.
3: Is it possible? Is it <laughs> possible? It's just menopause. More like menopause. I'm gonna kill you. This is about misogyny. Uh-huh.
4: <laughs> to make her stop, Bathsheba threw her muff at Martha. Wait, but what? This is her, back the it's, a, it's her a hand glove. Muff. People it's still glove. use them. No, it's not it's those it's the muff. It's the thing that's on no, the fox. That people still when use them. When was the
3: last time you saw someone use them?
4: I mean, it was on um, Melania.
3: <laughs> Which yeah, tells you all millennia. you need to know about yeah, muffs. Christmas. Yeah. Fuck Christmas. Yeah.
4: But <laughs> since muffs aren't exactly aerodynamic, but she threw the muff, it didn't make it. Mm. So Pope took off one of her shoes and threw it at Martha's head.
3: Oh, That'll work. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. well, that's a projectile.
4: And after Martha Corey managed to stay almost perfectly still and the girls finally calmed down. The afflicted claimed that they were made privy to the fact that Martha Corey had signed a contract with the devil for 10 years of service, (gasps) of which four remained. For this, (laughs) Martha Corey was sent
3: to jail. So she's still on her rookie contract. Yes.
4: so These are over. Well, all of these
1: accusations are happening over several days, correct? Like Mm -hmm. the idea is that they're bringing them back to. So it goes back and forth from the tavern to the meeting hall.
4: Well, there's the accusation first and then there's a, the examination because they got to make it feel at least a little bit official. They've got to yes, put something, right. got to put a sheen of law onto this and onto all <laughs> these proceedings.
3: Good Lord. Life right from your grave. Hey, what's up, everyone? How you doing? Ben Kissel here with Henry Zabrowski.
2: Yeah, it's me,
3: man. Yeah, bro. Henry Zabrowski is smoking some of that sweet last podcast of the left, babe. So go out there and purchase yourself some. I hope you enjoy it. We have Sativa, we have Indica, and we have a hybrid. And I have to tell you, from my personal experience, they are wonderful.
1: Super tasty, live resin. You really get the delicious, weedy taste, which is what I like. And yes. three different experiences.
3: You go to your local vape store and get it. Absolutely. 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 Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We absolutely love you. Can't wait to see you on the road and get that vape, put it in your brain and have a good time.
1: And if you want us at your favorite weed store, give them a call and ask for them by name. Last podcast on the left, it's
4: weed.
3: Hail yourselves, everyone. Hail
4: Satan.
2: Correct.
4: Texas Pete. Sauce like you mean it. Visit TexasPete.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at
1: com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough.
4: Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Well, up next was, no shit, the five-year-old daughter of Sarah Good, Dorcas! Little,
2: little, little Dorcas. on the back. stand. Free Dorcas.
3: Free Dorcas. <laughs>
4: well, as soon as the child entered the court, the afflicted acted the same way they'd acted with elderly Martha Corey. And still they flinched and winced even after an officer of the court. Held the little girl down to keep her from moving because she's, after all, five years old. Yeah.
3: And you'll know where little Dorcas was because every place she sat, there's a little cheese doodle.
4: <laughs> <laughs> little owl got a little goldfish.
3: she got a little yeah, cheese goldfish. they she's, oh, she's so funny. She goes down Dorcas's throat like, th- like her throat's a river. Dorcas, get the fuck out of my office. No. That's all I can see. Be like, Dorcas, get off my exercise bike. <laughs> I feel like it's like, Dorcas, get in my office. Dorcas, get the fuck get out, of
1: my, out of my office. Get out of my office. Dorcas, stop it. Dorcas, stop, stop it. Stop get eating it. your own ear. How are you even doing we that? Need to make a, we need to name our dog. Next dog. Oh, next is dog is Dorcas.
4: Oh, yeah, Dorcas. Well, after the afflicted cried out that the specter of Dorcas good had bitten them, <gasps> and after they showed bite marks on their skin that they'd no doubt done themselves... <laughs> The magistrates ordered the kindergartner to jail. What? where she was shackled in iron like all the others to prevent her from doing further witchcraft. She's
1: like a real-life My Little Monster. Yeah, They mm-hmm. put her in cuffs. She's a regular Greta Thornburg.
2: <laughs> she's really... I don't know if those I don't are know. comparisons that really
3: work. I don't know what she does. I, well, course she's being used by a lot of people. Much like Dorcas was.
4: Mm-hmm. Now, the iron shackles were both convenient and a bit of a problem for the afflicted. And here's where playing by the illogical rules of witchcraft accusation, got more people into trouble. Where I say illogical rules, say it's more like they're playing by the rules and the rules have their own logic to them. It's and in all order to keep this shifting. going, you, yeah, you have to follow the logic of the witchcraft rules the whole time. And the logic of witchcraft right. rules just brings
3: more and more people in. It's a vortex that just keeps getting bigger
4: and faster.
3: May I steal a term from. Marcus qui bono? Yeah. It's much like how yes. Donald Trump, because he's got his live golf courses and there's are financed by the Saudis. Yeah. So now he doesn't know who did 9-11. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> you, say, yeah. you move, oh, you change who
3: did 9-11. It's yeah. like, know. what did 9-11? What happened? <laughs> Strong wind? What was 9-11? What's the deal with 9-11? When was 9-11? Soon they're just going <laughs> to bake your whole head in the cheese.
4: Well, concerning iron... It was believed that if a witch was shackled in iron, she, like a fucking fairy, would lose his or her powers as <laughs> yes. long as they were kept in iron. It couldn't be touched. It does yeah. It hurts magic. Iron yeah. hurts magic. Okay. But the girls, the afflicted, they needed to have constant tormentors to keep everything going. So when one person was shackled, they had to name more names. Oh, this, of I see. course, cuts both ways. If a girl was suffering from the aforementioned conversion disorder, then her symptoms would not have stopped because the imagined witch was in jail because their lives did not change from sucky and hard to awesome and easy in any meaningful way. Their symptoms are not going to go away.
1: It's almost (sighs) as if they uh, were hoping that there would be a change. And then when all of the drama happened and then nothing got changed and actually got worse, it's almost like they realized like, oh, Mm. we are actually all now in an incredible amount of
4: shit. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they realized at one point that like, oh no, like they snapped out of it. It wasn't witches. I think that they thought that they were still afflicted. We're still being afflicted by something. Something yes. is happening here. So logically, there's got to be other witches around. There it has, has to, to, be to be because these other witches, the ones that I thought that were in that were doing it, they're in iron. So there's got to be more
3: witches around. They're in, so in they special witch sense. jail. Like yeah.
4: they can't do. They're in like magneto glass prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And, yeah. And they logically had to name more names because I think they were also trying to please these authority figures uh, who had told them, you are bewitched. You know, you are yeah. bewitched. There's something a witch is fucking with you. Uh, and I think most likely that this is the case with only a couple of the girls. I, I think a right. lot of them were talking out of their ass. I think Ann Putnam Jr., Certainly, and probably Mercy Lewis uh, were suffering from conversion disorder, and that this was sort of their um, the how they manifested it. Uh, also, although I could be wrong, I might be wrong completely. I wasn't there at sixteen ninety two. Who fucking knows? Nice. No one's
3: accusing you of being there, Marcus. No witch. You are a witch. No witch. witch. Wait, what? Damn. I called him a witch. <laughs> hey, that guy. That's what you get
4: for calling
1: him a witch. God uh, damn it! And no. I'm the only person who's safe because I am a witch.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Sucky and hard sounds like two thieves that only steal licorice. It's
1: you're being cute
3: today.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Well, when it came to girls making shit up, though, because there certainly were a few of those, it's possible that they either weren't ready for the game to end or they thought that they'd already gone too far to stop now. Mm. Because admitting to making false witchcraft accusations, that was also a crime. Not capital, but it was a crime. It was a crime. Okay,
3: so you wouldn't die, though.
1: No, not necessarily. Uh, But there's also, you know, I think there's subtler forces at work here, too. I think there's a little bit of a, you know, there's two ends. There's the view that they are, these are people trying to find agency in a uh, a, uh, full-on misogynist theocracy right this idea that they're trying to find a way to gain some kind of power by flipping it on their heads and making sure now everyone has to listen to the little girls even though before they were non-existent but then there's the other side of the same exact coin was does giving into the narrative that the witches are real actually help? The patriarchy. Does it help yeah. fuel it by completing a circuit? By saying, like, we are now the other elements that make what you say about witches being real, real. So now we're actually completing a incomplete picture.
4: Okay. These girls gained no power whatsoever. Not at all. All they did was they got 26 pe-
3: 25 people killed. That's mm-hmm. it. They did not gain any power at all. Well, let's not say that's it. I mean, it's pretty, it's a lot. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's like, I, mean, I don't want to say impressive, but oh, they definitely yeah. accomplished what and they wanted When to we do. get
1: to the end of our series, we will show that they did go too far. Almost.
3: Yeah.
4: <laughs> I know. I'm I
1: don't really? Reality.
3: What?
4: Yeah. Now, to the point of keeping things going, the afflicted couldn't very well keep saying the same things over and over again. In order to up the stakes once more, an afflicted girl claimed that the godly Rebecca Nurse and about 40 other Wait. witches. Yeah, dude. They had invaded the lands of Samuel Paris to hold a devil's supper. Don't be late. Oh, 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 oh. I don't want to be
1: late. <laughs> Cocktail hours at 5.30. I'll be there. And we're cutting it off at 6.30 so
3: you oh, don't th- interrupt <laughs> the seating charge. What is this, his Wedding?
4: <laughs> well, in a perversion of the Lord's Supper, that was the Holy Communion. The devil's supper involved taking a communion of the blood of an innocent.
2: Evil.
3: I
4: mean, it's not that <laughs> different.
3: No, it's the blood of an innocent.
4: Well, Jesus was giving Jesus.
1: you his blood. Yeah, yeah was, so Jesus was guilty? No, he's making you eat, drink his fucking blood. But, no, was, but that's
3: just
4: wine. That's just wine that's transubstantiation. This is the literal blood of an innocent.
3: Yeah, new blood. Uh, it's real blood. blood. It's real blood, okay. Yeah.
4: And in this case, the blood belonged to Paris's niece, Abigail Williams. Well, Abigail Williams said that she was ordered to eat of the devil's supper. Her own blood, <laughs> and when she refused, she was choked. Yes, oh! now we'll
1: see what you can eat, I know I was trying to make you eat, but now I'm choking you, Whoa! so you can't eat. I know, now I want
2: to eat. <laughs> the devil's trickery.
4: <clears throat> well, according to her and two other girls, the devil's supper was presided by who else but the devil. It is my supper, after
3: <laughs> all. <laughs> Again, man, you're like this all-powerful evil entity. This I'm is,
1: also uh, a
4: caterer. This is it, huh? Yep. Yeah. The devil who showed up to give communion was, they said, a fine grave man, and all the <laughs> witches were made to tremble when he came.
2: Hope you <laughs> ladies are ready to
4: <laughs>
1: oggle. I guess so. <laughs> wow. Why? Like. Uh, well, I'll talk a little bit on the idea of where Satan even came from. The idea of the Satanic Mass, um, where it seemed to come oh. from, was a little bit I was alluding to before, right? So, at some point, there were many gods. Naturally, right? of course. There was many gods and many agents of God. There was many like spirits and nymphs and they all took care of the bad things. But sure. at some point we wanted to have one God.
3: Not created by right? humans at all. No
1: way. Certainly not arbitrarily created over hundreds of years sure. of various councils to all decide what this mysterious book of poetry that was somehow delivered to them, not written by people, it was delivered to mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. That they had to figure out what God was and how he reacted. Right. And so what they did was that they made up Satan. Because uh, they needed somebody else. Because if there's just one God, then that means that that God is also the same God that makes all the bad things. Like he absolutely. makes all the good stuff, but he also makes the hair lips. Joaquin <laughs> Phoenix, he made his lunch off of that one. Well, absolutely. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong. Didn't. Absolutely. You're nothing you know what wrong I mean? with it at all. There's nothing not, wrong at all. But I'm just saying, there's also, the, you know, b- b- babies. Babies having
3: babies. You know, babies have, <laughs> sure, I'm, I'm loving watching yeah, you struggle. That's true. Babies, yeah. have babies that's having also, babies. That's also yeah. That's that's not that's not, God,
4: not what you expect that God that God would do. That babies have right. babies. Yeah, there you go. That's Fantastic. Bad. That's so a bad basically that's you bad need bad earth earthquakes. earthquakes. yes earthquakes, yes. Tornadoes, tornadoes, any sort of natural anything disaster. Else. Babies having babies. Bad. Yeah, yeah fire, it's bad. Like when you when you bite into a hot pocket and you think it's it's good and it's not and it burns your mouth. It's always,
3: you never get the right temperature. That's the devil. That's the devil.
1: Season four of Westworld. (laughs)
3: <laughs> oh, I can Was can't. made by the devil I himself.
1: Can't. And so the idea is you had to create an evil god. So they created this. But then ever since, so like as soon as Christianity came out of the uh, spiritual vagina, it splintered into many different factions. Mm-hmm. And so what the main church, what first it started with the Roman church and the Greek church or all that kind of shit, they got, the main mono, the pantheistic religions, they wanted to smash cr- little Christianity outbreaks by calling them cannibals and saying they do all this evil shit. But really what it mm. came from was a thing called uh, agape, which actually was oh. the supper that someone in a Christian society one of like a, a person that was well earned would host a dinner where people would come and hang out and they would all and you know, they do a prayer thing agape. and but yeah, it means it, it,
4: uh, open a gate,
1: a it also then quickly got turned into the idea of the bacchanalia that actually they hmm. all get together they have big gay, Incest orgies, right? Fathers fucking mothers and fathers fucking daddies and fathers fucking their sons and all really that. Really getting
3: shit. into detail. Yeah, and
1: all the cannibal shit. Mm-hmm. But it really came what it <laughs> turned into was like th- those were all split-offs because the people that were truly accused of that were these things that they called the dualists, the people that believed mm. that they were a, a unknowable creator God, the Gnostics, yeah. and then a a tangible God that that normal Christians would worship that created this evil material world right well it's interesting right. I, it, was, it was split apart but the uh, Cathars which was like one famous group of them they were constantly labeled as this as cannibals they'd do these big right. crazy gay orgies and all this kind of shit but really what they did seems like you're
3: really focused on the gay orgies they were they were the <laughs> yeah. ones doing it all. okay I mentioned that a few times but yeah, they yeah. were just weird like when did they kiss each other
1: the top and the bottom. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are the same. It's, it's Top and was, the bottom. Okay. It begins in with kissing. Incest and cannibalism. Okay. And maleficorum mm-hmm. were really big. The idea of little tiny witchery, like bad magics. And you know, part of what the Cathars were though, really, were just like the guy that doesn't talk at IT, who's like super into vor, who's always like okay. on the tambourine mm-hmm. subreddit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. And you know what yeah. they say about tambourinis.
3: What? Gay incest orgy. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like you're really hung up on that. Yeah,
1: no, but it's yeah. this has been around for a long time. It's, yeah. Satan Are you? Was never... Um,
4: no, I'm P. Oh, you're P. Okay. <laughs> Interesting, though. Well, with the revelation that 40 witches have participated <gasps> in the devil's supper, all bets were off as far as who oh. could be accused because the ranks had to be filled up somehow with someone. You can just see the devil be like, how
3: am I going to feed these 40 people?
1: I am <laughs> is, I am stressed out.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> can you stop accusing people here? I actually cooked for three. And now you're telling me there's 40 people coming to my dinner. God dang it. It sucks. I guess I'll make seven pounds of macaroni. Yeah. Well, macaroni is great. fills you up. It's cheap.
4: I like this outlaw country
3: bassist devil voice you got yeah, going on. Yeah. <laughs>
2: That's
3: actually a little, a little
4: still trick. Tell, actually. start
3: telling stories about whaling any second
4: now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's actually a little trick with the kids. Spaghetti.
2: Yeah, the yeah
3: they don't know. It's very cheap.
4: Furthermore, the Salem witch trials are a prime case of in for a penny, in for a pound. Hmm. Because if you believe one claim, you have to believe every claim. Basically, it's how you go from Hillary Clinton had a weird party with a performance artist to... Tom Hanks is a blood-drinking pedophile on adrenochrome locked in a battle with JFK Jr. for the soul of the world.
1: Prove That's he's how you, not.
2: <laughs> Prove he's fucking not. All right?
3: Not our Tom
4: Where
2: Hanks. Where
3: was he? Yeah. He was a 13-year-old who made a wish to become large, and then he had sex with volleyball for a while. He, he died a sad death in Philadelphia.
4: Love Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, love him. Now, in the next round of examinations, the magistrates decided to test the accused by asking them to recite the Lord's Prayer, because it was believed that anyone aligned with the devil would be physically unable to do so. But this test is not as simple as you might think.
2: Hmm.
4: When I say that they would be unable to recite the Lord's Prayer, it would be more accurate to say that they could not recite the Lord's Prayer perfectly yes it wouldn't be like you tried and you couldn't even get through our father who art in heaven and be
2: like
4: no the deviation of just a single word or a single mispronunciation of any word throughout the entire Lord's Prayer, uh-huh. that was evidence of witchcraft, because okay. it's not that you fucked up, it's that you couldn't do it. I know exactly, I'm not going to, I,
1: yes, the Lord's Prayer, simple, simple. Go answer. for it. Our father, ah. Uh, no,
3: no. <laughs> okay, well,
1: our father. Uh, oh man, no. Uh, who is in uh, Bethlehem. Um, no. Our father, who our is father. in Philadelphia, hallowed be thy gunk.
3: Uh, man, you are. Thy
1: pigeon come, thy ringman done uh, on earth as it is in Saint Petersburg.
3: You're a witch. Lord, I, you're I actually you know a what? Witch.
1: honestly, I'll take it. Yes. I hate public speaking. I can tell
4: you're very nervous. Well, for example, during the second round of examinations, one of the accused said, as he was reciting the Lord's Prayer, he said, Deliver us from evil. Which that's how I've always known it. Yeah, that's what Deliver I thought. Deliver us from evil. No. The real line what? is, deliver us from all evil. Got you, bitch! Yeah. you never since, had a right, dude! Yeah. <laughs> our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Hallowed thy hallowed kingdom thy name. come, Thigh thy will be, will, be will be done on earth, it on it on earth it as it, it is in heaven. Give, give us, us this day, day our day, daily bread, bread and, forgive, and us. Us. forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Wow. And lead us not into, t- into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. evil. For thine is the power the kingdom and glory forever.
3: Amen. you going to kill right me because I, I fucking forgot the word all? You're yeah. Gonna kill me? Uh, they yeah. will. Literally, they will. Yeah, they- <laughs>
4: yeah. Since the accused had said the popular version, which is the one we all know, that person failed the test, and the yeah. failure was used as evidence of witchcraft. But isn't evil all evil by nature? Do you know that there's two other stanzas to Inagana DeVita?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you're not
1: psychedelic.
3: <laughs> God yeah. damn it.
4: And another person, when they tried doing it, they said, hallowed be thy name, instead of hallowed be thy name. So again, therefore witch. Killer. Splitting hairs. Yep. Well, I mean, hey, that's what it's all about. That's the whole fucking game. Now, during this round, the accusers roped in Martha Corey's husband, Giles Corey, making him the first, but certainly not the last man, accused during the Salem witch trials.
2: Yeah, I'm a fucking witch. (laughs) All right. (laughs) And a
3: bad neighbor. Don't forget that. Yep. It's so less sexy when it's a guy. Yeah.
4: Yes. <laughs> but during Corey's examination Instead of staying perfectly still To avoid the noises of agony made by the afflicted Gauss Corey like Waved his hands in the air
3: And like shook hey, them around hey, uh, Is he like Marcus Bachman? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit <laughs> No he but, wasn't mincing across the stage He was waving no, no, waving. No, no, his no, hands.
4: He was waving. More like Honestly, jazz hands Think jazz hands I okay. can
1: kind of see this Because you know like You ever do one of those like public areas Where like you can wave your hands Through like arches And it noises It's like fun yeah, wow. sounds or like, oh. or like a theremin. Yeah.
4: Yeah. He's just
1: doing it with all the afflicted girls. He's just going like, you go, you go. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: all right, I mean, He's like Ike Turner out there just, uh, forcing these people to perform.
1: I think he also understands that his time is going to be up pretty certain. And now what he's got to do is be a bastard to the very fucking end. I guess so. That's what I like about Giles Corey.
4: Well, I think what he's trying to do is he's trying to see how far they can take it. Because yeah. he's, think- he's sitting there thinking, like, these girls are faking it. What the fuck are they doing? They oh. can't scream forever. So yeah, let's they see- will stop Yeah, eventually. they will stop eventually. So let's do it. But um, they stopped him from doing it. Before they really let him go for it, they tied his hands behind his back. Yeah. So he couldn't do it anymore.
3: Wow.
4: Well, now also that makes him super guilty looking, right? Yeah, it yep. does. Because it makes it look like he tormented the girls on purpose. But in a somewhat creepy moment that shows that the new metal head tilt... Is timeless. Mm-hmm. Giles tipped his head to the side during his testimony, and the afflicted girls all tilted their head the same way.
2: Whoa. That's scary, That's man. Funny. <laughs> it is scary.
3: I would be like if I was sitting there drinking. I'd be like, I'll have another beer. That's scary, man. Yes.
4: <laughs> then, when Giles Corey exasperatedly sucked in his cheeks, the girls did that as well. <laughs>
1: <You're> copying me. <laughs> yeah. You're, stop copying me. <laughs>
4: And so, after hurling a fair amount of vile, puritanical insults at the afflicted, Giles was sent to jail to join his wife, Martha. Oh, poor guy. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Oh, fuck. Now I'm in what? In jail
3: with my wife? Oh, come on.
4: Up next, though, was a creature of pure chaos. A troll who would have certainly been right at home on 8chan. Her name was Abigail Hobbs, and her only purpose in the Salem Witch Trials was to royally fuck with everyone involved. In other words, she did it for the lulz.
1: What else do you need me to do for you, Mr. J?
3: That's horrifying.
1: <laughs> I'm fine. You're not Harley no, Quinn. No, no, yeah. no you're not Harley Quinn. Imagine me as Harley I Quinn. I don't no. want to do that. Hey, Mr. J. I already, you want to see what's in my uh, short uh, shorts? I already <laughs> saw...
3: A lot of alternate universe Harley Quinn's at Comic Con and everyone's yeah. beautiful in their own way. Um, I just don't need you to do that impression. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't like it. No. I just did I'm Look not at crossing. My crop top. I you're shirtless. It's it's I wish that people could see this horrific image. I have the yeah.
1: same cup size as Margot Robbie. Um,
3: but you're not Australian. Yeah, you're right. That's right. right. The only difference. The only difference.
4: Well, while Abigail Hobbs could have easily joined the ranks of the afflicted, she chose instead, even at great personal cost, to play the part of the witch to oh. throw as many wrenches as she could into the situation to make things even worse in Salem. Talking to This is a girl who liked to gunk up the works.
2: Mm.
4: And while it's tempting to say, like, fuck yeah, what a groovy chick, man. She fucking upended the entire system. It's important to note that her trolling greatly contributed to the execution of 19 people and the deaths of six more again the modern parallels are astounding i was never really like
3: well that's cool
2: no it's <laughs> bad like that's bad Yeah, no, it's bad <laughs> yeah. kill a lot
3: of innocent people
4: mm-hmm. well Hob- see hobbes's claims of involvement in witchcraft raised the entire affair to another level because where before you had only an enslaved person confessing to being a witch and a reluctant one at that you now had a community member saying that she not only practiced witchcraft, but she did so of her own free will, mm.
2: and she loved it.
1: Yeah. Whoa! Yeah, I sucked the devil's dick. I also <laughs> played with these fucking bulls, and then I took them out to dinner, and then I bought him dessert. <laughs>
3: yeah! That's <laughs> a nice night at the well. Cheesecake Factory. Wow. Well, Hobbs openly
4: bragged that she feared nothing and had quote sold herself body and soul to the
3: old boy.
1: Every hole every <laughs> hole spoken foul. Yeah man it seems like
3: it's just you're going into great detail on that. Yeah.
1: Now yeah. I'm all yeah but what's fun about one hole is that eventually it turns into the other hole.
3: <laughs>
4: I
2: suppose so.
4: And that's about the closest anyone came to mentioning sex in all of these proceedings is that yeah. sold herself body and soul. Wow. Now, almost casually Hobbs would tell women she didn't like that she could and would call upon Satan at any moment to raise nearby spirits for torment if they didn't do what she said to do. And Jeez. all this was most likely, I mean, it's most likely done out of a certain teenage rebellion. I mean, it's a lot like Damian Eccles, you know, him playing shit, people calling him devil worshiper and him oh, yeah. playing it up well, because he, he thought it was funny. Yeah, because he was he just he a high
3: school kid and he didn't commit a murder. Yeah, He yeah. didn't think it was possible that they would believe it. Yeah, exactly. And they did. But this is interesting. I actually talked about this on Top Pat this past week as a little side story. But there was a woman that went to an execution. She was going to witness the guy. He killed his girlfriend in 94. He's going to be executed. But they kicked her out because her skirt was one and a half inches above her knee. So the problem wasn't <laughs> the fact that we're just insane. executing this person for sport, basically. It was that they showed, she showed her kneecap. So she had to wear a... disgust. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? So yeah. we're still there.
4: Yep. Yeah. Well, interestingly, though, Abigail Hobbs was another one of those main refugees from the frontier wars, but she flipped it to the metal side by saying that she'd met the devil four oh. years earlier at Casco Bay prior to her arrival in Salem, and she had been in the devil's surface ever since. Yeah, you wouldn't believe what his boat's like.
3: Yeah, what was it like? Long. <laughs> 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 yeah, was it a sailboat or a no. motorboat?
1: No, it's just a, fuck you. How dare you doubt what I have to say? Yeah, I was I in the devil's mouth and you try to get me to describe it.
3: I didn't even say anything. Yeah witch too. God damn!
1: <laughs> Good work, Anne. You yep. crazy little toddler. <laughs> 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 all you guys are crazy. I
2: hate this no.
4: episode of Rugrats. No, Abigail Hobbs is that She is truly the person who
3: destroys lives. Oh, so you guys just... are. Real.
1: And let me guess, all oh, you guys are into the devil now. I was into the devil four years ago.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't. I'm sorry that it's cool
4: now. What's really fascinating, though, is the fact that since Abigail Hobbs fully and completely admitted to being a witch, the first to do so without hesitation, the afflicted girls showed no signs whatsoever of any discomfort during her examination in court, even though they were being faced with a witch who was waving her arms going, I'm a witch, I'm a witch, I'm a witch, I'm a, oh, witch, they didn't witch, like I'm a witch, I'm a witch, I'm a witch, So
3: they were like, you ain't a
4: witch. What could
1: happen was, man, they're stealing, her, they're stealing their shine. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. man, you come in like, because now it's like, oh, fuck, now we got a pro in here. Mm-hmm. We were all having fun. We were the first right. ones in. Now she's in here. She's taking up all the oxygen. Mm-hmm. And also, or... Were they just watching and
4: learning? Maybe. But while Hobbs was certainly giving herself up as a witch, she also, in the process, put her entire family into oh, the jackpot yeah. with her.
3: Oh, this is just, this is, I'm not having children. We're now. not having
4: children. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, a person, she's just a person who fucking destroys life. A human tornado.
3: Honestly, it's like when Casey Anthony brought her family into the story. Oh, very much so. (laughs)
4: Well, since witchcraft was seen as a corruption that could be taught, a witch's family members always risk suspicion by association. And so when questioned... Although Hobbs, she showed contrition for her time as Satan's naughty little girl. I must have been too naughty for me I, to be here
1: in jail, Mister Jay. Oh
3: God, stop it!
1: me!
2: Oh, you're not. Oh my God!
3: I love Smoker's Cough, Harley Quinn. <laughs> yeah.
4: You want to go get some donkeys? Oh God, you're so aggravating. Well, in question, Hobbs freely offered up her parents as witches and yeah, said, like, Dad yeah, I, I fucking turned them. I turned them. I was the one who did it. Daddy always
1: wanted a piece of my snapper. Oh,
3: my God. <laughs> Harley.
4: And their parents
3: joined her in jail along with all the others. Oh, God. I, what do you say to your daughter at that point? i just be like.
1: Who else is a witch, honey? That's what I would do.
4: <laughs> Next up were the bishops, Edward and Sarah. And these this one is, that for me, I hate this one the most, because Edward and Sarah Bishop sound truly like just a couple of regular fucking people yeah. trying to make lives in this weird-ass place. Yeah. They were accused because they ran an unlicensed tavern with gambling out of their home. They were cool. Yeah, and because Edward had allegedly encouraged his children to, quote, Abuse the neighbor's swine. Which, put in in modern terms, he said, "Hey, go fuck around with the neighbor's pig. Just go fuck (laughs) with the pig.
2: pig.
4: (laughs) Just go fuck with the pig. I don't know. You don't don't kick it. No, no, don't kick it. Just like pull its fucking tail or something." I
1: sure wish that those neighbor kids would leave me alone. But when it comes down to, bud, I guess it's their freedom. Everything else sucks around here.
3: (laughs) Absolutely, little piggy.
4: Sarah was further accused of causing the suicide of a woman named Goody Trask. Goody Trask, after an argument with Sarah Bishop, had gone home immediately and cut her jugular vein open oh, with a pair of scissors. Mama, mama. She died. She bled to death. Yeah. What didn't help matters was that Edward Bishop, perhaps only in jest, and this is why I think they're just fun people, he said in public many times that his wife was so familiar with the devil that she sat up nights, quote, chatting with the fiend. You're all having fun. Yeah, she knows the devil. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. He's a funny guy. We have
3: a good time with well, him. Maybe he mm-hmm. nicknamed his penis the fiend.
2: <laughs> no.
3: Oh. So a great character in the WWE it was anyway. Now, by this point, it was becoming obvious to people that you were
4: either on the side of the court or on the side of the devil, because if people didn't participate in these accusations in some way, or if they participated and changed their mind, mm-hmm. they would be accused. For example, a deputy named John Willard, who had himself arrested many witchcraft suspects and had even helped Ann Putnam Jr. during her afflictions, he resigned because he thought that innocent people were being accused Willie. Nilly.
3: Oh, I thought you were gonna say because he arrested himself, which is kind of adorable if he has to to drinking and he puts <laughs> hell, handcuffs on okay. himself.
2: Okay, I've done it again. <laughs> Another citizen's arrest. I'm gonna go sleep
3: in the jail. Okay.
4: Good joke is, I always wanted to sleep in the jail. <laughs> <laughs> and within days, M. Putnam Junior said that Deputy Willard was now amongst her witchy tormentors. Uh, yep. Yep. Yes. That yep. checks out. Okay. Just by just by saying, hey, I think that I don't think we should be arresting the sweet old lady. Right. Now, from Salem Village, the witch panic began to spread far beyond even Massachusetts. 250 miles away in Stamford, Connecticut, a servant girl said that she felt a prickling and pinching in her breast while gathering herbs. She then spent the next two days weeping and falling to the floor, followed by another 13 days of being haunted by a spectral cat who alternately cajoled and threatened her.
1: Mm, growl. <laughs> you I see you oh, crying. I see oh, Are you a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> are you a
3: jellicle cat? Get
1: stronger. <laughs> It is me, the cat.
2: Yeah.
1: Ah, hey, so yeah. stop crying because you look ugly when you're crying, you're gross when you cry. That's not very nice of you. <laughs> okay. What do you want me to do to you? I want you to suck my little cat fucking dick till I in your
3: mouth. <laughs> oh, thank you. So- I, love the- I love this series.
1: But if not,
4: I'll take some tuna
1: fish.
3: <laughs> Alright, here you go. <laughs> jellicle cat. He's a
4: jellicle cat. Now, with each round of accusations, the types of people accused got more and more unlikely. See, in the first round, it was just a couple of weird off-putting old ladies that nobody likes. No big deal. On the second, though, You had people of a little higher standing. You had Rebecca Nurse. She was actually well-respected in the community. She was a good woman of God. She was the one who proved that any woman could be accused. Oh, yeah. On the fourth round, though, the afflicted finally got around to accusing a bona fide reverend named George Burroughs. Yeah, Which opened the door for absolutely anyone in Salem to be accused. However... Burroughs was still somewhat of an outsider, even though he was a minister. It wasn't like he was well-liked. See, he'd been one of the three aforementioned ministers who had popped in and out of Salem in the years leading up to the hire of Samuel Paris.
1: And I wonder why nobody's guys wanted to be the pastors
3: of the town. God, this is scary, man. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Now, Burroughs had come under suspicion for a number of reasons. First, while most ministers were expected to be open and engaged with the community, Burroughs was withdrawn and private. He was a weird guy. Second, he was exceedingly strong, which was considered odd for a man who should have spent his days reading the Bible instead of participating <laughs> in physical activity. Where did you get that strength? But from the devil! I got a gripper.
3: I got one of those, yeah, one those hand a little gripper. hand gripper. Yeah, that's the devil's toy. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh,
1: I thought I was making my grip
3: grip. No, I'm sorry. Do you have a Nordic track? Is that a Nordic track that I see? That's the no. devil's toy. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This
1: costs $2,000. Do you have
3: know that Suzanne Summers uh, pussy pussy machine? <laughs> <laughs> The one that strengthens the thigh master That's the devil's toy, too.
4: <laughs> Lastly, Burroughs was fond of toads. Which was considered a bit <laughs> odd. Not to mention the fact that toads are a classic witch's familiar. Yes. So he's
3: strong and he likes toads. Yes, yeah, so yep. because
4: kissing a cat in the butthole was one
1: way to start a, a satanic mass, and the other one's to kiss a frog on the mouth. Mm-hmm.
4: I like my but it's just Burrows just the, I like my frog. I like, I like my frogs. My, my frogs frog. are my
1: friends. I like one, my frogs. What's nice about a frog is that they all share their lily pad. None
3: of them fight. <laughs> it's nice. We could all
4: learn something from
3: frogs. <laughs> I love a good frog. I mean, they're a little creepy, but I like them.
4: Naburros left his minister post in Salem in 1683, nine years prior to the trials. This was not because he was kind of witchy. He didn't leave because he was kind of witchy. He left because the people of Salem stopped paying him. Because they ah. didn't like him. Which is the mm. same shit they were trying to do with Paris before witchcraft so coincidentally struck his home.
3: All right, my car is literally in the pothole in the road, guys. <laughs> so can we just figure out what the who's gonna pay for this? Yep.
4: <laughs> George Burroughs then spent the next eight years or so in Maine at a house that was reported to be haunted. Curiouser and curiouser. Ooh. And finally he returned to Salem for God knows what reason I guess because the main fr- the w- frontier wars to come he was familiar with Salem he just thought okay let's give this place another fucking shot <sighs> unfortunately for or maybe he was forced to go there I he really might sure. have been forced to come yeah. back it doesn't sound like a lot of people liked no. him no, no. well th-
1: a lot of people didn't like Salem
4: Village either. Right. Yeah. unfortunately for Burroughs though through sheer coincidence he got caught in the troll storm because his haunted house in Maine, Was in Casco Bay, which was the same town where troll Abigail Hobbs had said she first paid fealty to the devil. Oh,
3: get out of here, Abigail.
4: To that point, two days after the examination of Abigail Hobbs, Ann Putnam Jr. said that the specter of Reverend Burroughs had tried to get her to sign the devil's book. I think it's like witch number five or six that came around and said, Abigail, sign the devil's book, sign the devil's book. She was big. They
1: They needed to get her. (laughs) Yeah,
4: she's a real star She was clutch. But what was different about Burroughs is that while he tried to get her to sign the book, he boasted of killing not only his own wife and child, but the wife and child of the Salem minister who came after him, Deodat Lawson. He didn't though. Uh, yeah, no. but, but in but the spectral ghost... world
1: he did, he's ghosted. But like, yeah. he
4: is just like sleeping. Um, but his ghost confessed, so that's as good as him doing it. Okay, it really is. And so, with the man of God officially accused, the stakes were raised again. The afflicted claimed that George Burroughs had hosted a gathering of witches in Reverend Parris' pastor. He called all of these witches to order with a trumpet blast and gave us a (laughs) and he gave a sermon reminding them of their task of replacing God's church with the devil's, which I think is the first time that any real goal was mentioned outside of just go and do that voodoo you do so well. I actually
1: think that this was, uh, it's interesting because that was what I talked about. That is the, the of any real Luciferianism, that is the crux of it. Is that the wrong God's in charge. Mm-hmm. And that the other God needs to be put back in charge.
3: I mean, maybe yeah. spicing it up a little bit might get some more income in there. Yeah, hey, maybe.
4: Hey, also, sometimes we all need a break.
3: Absolutely.
4: After the sermon, though, witches passed bread and cider around a table in Paris's pasture, where it was announced that Satan had arrived. Oh! And that not nine, not forty, but three... 100 witches were yeah. living in Massachusetts. Yeah, That's it's just a, a lot. That yeah. number really went
3: up oh, there. Yeah, huh?
4: yeah. Out of, f- think about how many people are there. We're going to talk about, you know. I mean, in all of Massachusetts, a few thousand, but it's like, I mean, you're talking maybe 10% of the population. It's a, lot. Know, it's a, it's lot. a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Burroughs, it was said, would be king of hell. Yes. And a woman <laughs> named Martha Carrier would be queen. And I know we haven't mentioned Martha Carrier yet, but holy fucking shit, there are so many people involved in this story that I cannot name every single person. Because it just becomes a name salad And you're not going to know who the fuck is who My Absolutely.
1: thing is, is that yeah sure I guess you can name me king of hell But I sort sure of wish that I'd, I'd rather be Accountant of frog town
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would to be nice to yeah. Yeah, If
1: they're frogs in hell like, I guess I'll be there but I don't even want to no, be they, in charge they, of they... them I want them to be free
3: Yeah they, they can't be around that much fire
1: <laughs> I kind of want to be the president So they vote me and then they chose me
3: The president of frogs? <laughs> yeah yeah, that's not possible. Please
4: we just kill me already? They have no system. You please just, just kill me? <laughs> yeah, I can. <laughs> no, the authorities actually traveled all the way to Maine to arrest Reverend Burroughs. What? And five more were- Oh, dude, that's the thing, man. Once you were- it, it wasn't just one of those things where you're accused and it's like, well, if he's around, I guess we'll arrest him. Like, they hunted your ass down. Yeah, dude. Like, and this is not like the internet. He was just at home. And then all yeah. of a sudden, dude showed up and said, guess what? You're a witch in Massachusetts. I'm a witch? Mm-hmm. And five more were arrested in this round as well. And people would escape. Like, when they knew that the witch accusation was coming, their friends would go and say, like, hey, they're about to fuck you up. You need to get out of here now. Yeah. And they'd sense. leave in the middle of the night and, like, hide in New York City or Boston. I mean, they'd hi- a lot people would hide in New York City mainly because New York City is just, like, a fucking merchant town. Yeah. And they do nobody not cares. Care about- nobody No gives god. A fuck. About- yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No God at all. It's like, the only answer, the only question is, does it make money and if the answer is yes then new york city
3: is home absolutely that's why they got the best food
2: yeah yeah the and water Chicago.
4: oh the water's mm-hmm. great but this being colonial times the question was where all these witches would go while awaiting trial mm-hmm. the answer was boston hey no way
3: boston and
1: i also yeah. want to say i did we did make i, I was i listen right i listened to the audience i heard some yeah. a, a of the audience told me that they felt that some of our Ted Kennedy jokes that we made last week are, are hack that they made it sound Why? like... Why? He murdered Apparently, that woman. The, I've heard the terms, people said that they were Jay Leno-esque.
3: Well, Jay Leno is uh, one of the most successful know, comedians, and, uh, but I don't...
4: Yes, yes. But that's why I... You know, he's um, just a regular guy. He just, you know, when he's he around, sits he just reads Hot Rod. He just sits around and reads Hot Rod magazines, and that's it.
3: Super nice guy, regular guy. Really mad guy. at us for making fun of Ted Kennedy Yeah, for so I decided
1: I wanted to tell... So here, here's a more specific, a better Ma- Massachusetts oh, joke than so that. taking yeah, yeah. a note
3: from the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I this is
1: a better... So just so you know, so if you want better Massachusetts jokes, here we go. Okay. Um, um... Yo, mama, so stupid, <laughs> she thought Mattapan was where chefs lived.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: nope. Hey. Oh. hey uh, Actually,
3: what? I'm going to need some scotch for this. No, yeah. no, no, no. You're to listen to me and, like, um, is uh, that it?
1: Uh, well, any... uh, uh, why are rectal thermometers banned at Boston College?
3: I would really love to well, know that.
1: They cause too much brain damage
3: <laughs> because they're
1: assholes.
4: So did you did you just like look up Aggie jokes or something? And just I looked up replace <laughs> specific
3: Massachusetts jokes. What, are, what else do you got? <laughs> We could mm, do this all night. Gay,
2: yeah, really um, good.
3: I do like that one because the thermometer goes in uh, the butthole, but that's where their brains are. That's where their brains are, yeah. Uh, man, oh, there
1: uh, Yo, mama's so stupid, mm-hmm. she thought Blue Hill Avenue had Blue Hills. <laughs> That wow. can't be real. That can't be true. I those
3: are <laughs> those are more yo mama jokes. Yeah, that's not well, so much about Massachusetts. I mean, they're they're regional, yo regional yo mama jokes. Regional yo mama jokes. Blue Hill. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you might think it would be blue. Yeah. To be I mean,
4: you could just also say like you could make that a Bronx joke by saying like oh I thought your mom
3: is so stupid. She it's a Massachusetts joke. <laughs> Your mom is. It's a fucking Massachusetts your show. So and it will not thought, be changed. Your mom is so stupid she thought Cobble Hill was actually made out of peach cobbler. Yeah, or the the forest hill. <laughs> I think that's is, a Manhattan a, joke. The, the, these, the, are both, the, these are both. These
1: are all again. These are all New York jokes.
4: <laughs> yeah. Why do all the trees
1: in New York lean east? Because Massachusetts sucks. <laughs> this is just that's on a air. good
3: one. Oh my
2: god, that one's that's actually a, quite. That's funny. a good one. I, yeah, I like very that. Very good. I yeah. like
4: that quite a bit. I do. Mm-hmm. Where was I? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, the tree was the okay. <laughs>
4: east. Well, okay, but okay. Well, while Boston did have ample jail space at first, the cells had filled with witch suspects in just a few months. There were so many witches that the jailer had to make extensive repairs on the jail to fit everyone inside. And by the way, hmm. at this time in Massachusetts, the jailed, the people who were in jail, they were billed for any new locks, any new roofs, anything like that. If it Still was the in case your today. cell, yep. you had to pay for it. Yeah. Wow.
3: Fantastic. Oh, I can just see the bailiff now and they're like, go get a witch. And he's like, which, which witch, one?
2: Witch. <laughs> <laughs> Which
3: I Which, guess. which, which, which. Wow. This is
1: a really great way to close this out.
4: Absolutely. Really Fantastic. Is. Yeah. Now, I probably don't have to tell you that a jail in 1692 Boston was fucking awful, but some of the details are worth mentioning. In 1686, a writer named John Dunton described the Boston jail as thus. A prison is a grave of the living. Absolutely, 'tis a, tis a house
1: of meager looks and ill smells. For lice, drink, and tobacco, or the compound. Or, if you will, tis the suburbs of hell. And the persons, much the same as their...
3: Awesome. So I guess we're just going to improve the conditions then. Seems kind of inhumane. So. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> the goal is to make the mess. Oh, they're supposed to get worse.
1: Yes, 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 yes. Yeah.
3: Oh, okay. Yep. All right. Sh we can we also can we also spend a lot of money on them? Absolutely. Oh, oh okay. <laughs>
4: Well similarly A writer named Job Tookie Described the jail Job Tookie's a great name I love Job Tookie yeah. yeah He described the jail In much simpler terms He wrote that he was Almost poisoned by the stink Of his own shit
3: Hey man Oh yeah. That's a self indictment It is
4: Yeah And it said that the stench in Boston jail of unwashed bodies, rotting food, vomit, and dead rats, they made it even more unbearable, and unsanitary conditions led to a disease called jail fever, oh, which was probably bikes. just dysentery. Probably, i thought that's I'm why sure they, it is. I
1: thought that's why they were all dancing in that Elvis video. <laughs>
4: oh, <laughs> yeah, jailhouse jail yeah. yeah. And as it was, the sickly Sarah Osborne, who had been ripped from her bed, carted to Boston, and thrown in a cell... She died from she prison fever. Died. That's the first Fantastic. one. That's yep. the wow. first one. Yep. After being held behind bars Ugh. for nine weeks, and she left a bill of one pound three pence for her family to pay. Yep. In today's money, it's about 300 bucks. Unbelievable.
1: Yep. She died, and everyone was out 300 bucks. Wow. Yep.
4: And it's with the first of 25 deaths that will leave Salem until next week, where we'll pick back up with the witch trials themselves and the eventual executions. Yes,
1: Next week's all about how do you try a witch? How do you find out if it's a witch and how do you make it stick? And then most importantly all right. of all, how do you kill a witch?
3: Oh mm-hmm. my goodness. Well, and you, wow. you do it in many, way many different can. ways. Yeah, many, many different ways. <laughs> Jeez, your, your mama is so racist. She went and married a Boston police officer. Um, <laughs>
1: wow. Yeah. That's an indictment of the police Interesting.
3: department. <laughs> Interesting.
1: With her, your mama structure. Which well, kind of makes it in a way truly interesting, doesn't yes, it? Yes, indeed. Yeah.
4: Mm. Your mama's so so pink-skinned that she's Larry Bird, was mm. in the Boston Celtics.
1: Yes, all right. Very so good. thank you all so yo, much yo, for listening. Yo, your mama <laughs>
3: yep.
4: has such a bad
1: a bad taste in food. She her favorite meal is Boston baked. Beans.
3: Yes, indeed. Your ma- your mama had so much fun in high school. Her name was Boston Cream Pie. All right, everyone. Okay. Thank now you that's so much. Respect- well, well, that's fine. All right, everyone. Right, you're really good you- at that. You're really yes. good at those. Yeah. I-, I, I learned a lot from popsicle sticks. Thank you all so much for listening. We have this is going to be a four part series. Yes, which I can't wait to get more into. This has been awesome. Great job, guys. Thank um, you. Let's see. We are going to be in Philadelphia. Yeah. We are going to be in I love Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Yeah, we're
1: gonna be there. Uh, August 13th, we're going to be in Philadelphia,
3: and I believe that we
1: think we're sold out i'm not certain but if not get a ticket if, if there's not there's very few left so we get yes. ticket. um and then we're gonna be at psycho vegas
3: can't wait and, you know
1: it's always important because i know that mayhem needs us to open they always ask us to open for them all the time yeah. i mean yeah. they don't know
3: who we are or anything yeah
1: though. no no no. but they're always being like because one thing that metal audiences love is to stop all the metal and hear <laughs> people talk yeah.
3: yeah no that's what um, they truly love man and we um, can't
4: wait to be that voice
3: yes we actually usually tell people not to pre-game because our show is actually you know you do that kind of have to listen. You can be hammered for the show in yeah, Vegas. We're gonna because fuck it's around. It's just gonna be a bunch of gross. It's gonna be gross. I'm really very excited. Yeah. yeah so it's don't be super uh, gross. Yeah. This is gonna be really stupid.
4: And don't forget, we have three more American. Sh- we have four more American shows this year. Actually, we're gonna be in Buffalo. We're gonna be in Northfield, Ohio. We're gonna be in Pittsburgh, and we're coming home to New York City, New York, for the York Beacon City Theater on September 22nd.
3: Wait. All right, everyone. Thanks for supporting all the shows here on the Last Podcast Network. We absolutely appreciate you. Hail yourselves. Hail taken. Again, my goose High five
1: a witch. Um, Absolutely. If you're a real witch, honestly, one that counts. Uh, you know, last this week on Side Stories I'm saying give it if you meet a teacher, give them five dollars. Sure. Um, if you meet a witch that you love, uh buy him a milkshake or something. Like, there you go. just yeah. fucking you could meet your local witch, just
4: being like, You're cool with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pat you know? him on the shoulder. Say you know at uh, a add a girl or add a boy. Yeah, add it's a boy. your local warlock. Yeah. Whichever. Absolutely.
3: And hail me as well. Absolutely. Or sure. you'll be punishable by death. I'm, I'm so happy you weren't alive back then. Yeah, I me, honestly, me too. Yeah.
1: This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.